What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 79 of the No Mercy Podcast, Conspiracy Episode 11. This podcast is sponsored by Elite Fantasy and EliteSportsBetting.com. EliteFantasy.com is your number one shop for daily fantasy information. If you're playing on FanDuel, DraftKings, SuperDraft, Yahoo, your fantasy seasonal leagues are probably over by now. You should make sure to check out Daily Fantasy if you haven't before. And EliteFantasy.com is your one-stop shop for all the top information, projection tools, algorithms, live shows, chat rooms, you name it. 30% off anything on EliteFantasy.com. Black Friday sale continuing until Saturday. The sale was extended. 30% off the whole entire website. Promo code BLACK30. And then EliteSportsBetting.com for those gamblers out there. Gambling is getting legalized across the nation. Whether you're using a bookie or whether you're using a legal site, EliteSportsBetting.com is your one-stop shop for all sports gambling. Everything from props, NBA, MMA, golf, soccer, football, basketball, college basketball, bowl season's coming up. You name it, it's covered over there at EliteSportsBetting.com. New show on EliteSportsBetting.com, Lunch Money, every Tuesday and Thursday for free to the public at 1 p.m. Just click on the Lunch Money tab on top of EliteSportsBetting.com, and you'll be able to access that show for free to get a taste of what's going on over there. Same promo code, BLACK30, 30% off the whole EliteSportsBetting.com site or 30% off the EliteFantasy.com site. Day passes, weekly passes, monthly passes, yearly passes, VIP passes, you name it, it's covered. Uh, on this podcast, we went heavy into the Epstein updates. We went heavy into censorship. We played a new game where Kurt named a random thing around the world, and me and Bobby had to create a conspiracy theory around it, whether we believed it or not. We talked about Trump. We talked about Biden. We talked about the Chris Pratt water bottle gate. Covered a lot of ground. Bobby was on painkillers the whole time. Kurt had microphone issues. It was a shit show, but I think you're going to enjoy it. So go down, give us a subscribe, like, download, review, tweet, do whatever you can to support the podcast. But without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. If a man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 79, conspiracy episode number 11 of the No Mercy podcast. Unfortunately for us, not for you, this is the second time we're doing this because the fucktard over there that I call my brother, the bod, actually was having technical difficulties. We got about 15, 20 minutes in. And then uh, we couldn't hear the bot anymore. So, uh, bot, are you back? I'm going to you first. I don't care if you get mad. We need to make sure your mic is okay. No, I don't want to cut you off during your intro, so do your thing. Well, the nice thing about the last time we did it, the hidden episode that no one will ever hear. This is like the eighth is, hidden episode. Yeah, but the beauty of it was every time you tried to cut me off, we couldn't hear you. Oh, so we just ran well, we right through you. don't want to miss that stuff. <laughs> did, you, did, you want to, uh, did you want a formal introduction? Yeah, after Ben and Bob. <laughs> Benjamin, ladies and gentlemen, what's up, my brother? How you feeling about uh, about doing this a second time? Oh man, I just love it, and I was told that I needed to have a little bit more enthusiasm and excitement and energy, and I'm here for it. And, and I just wanted to say I'm proud to be here with you guys, and no mercy, and we're doing this, and we're going to be doing it all night, two hours. We do it all, and I just wanted to say that thanks for having me, guys, and I love it. And the audience, you know, you're the best, you're the best. So no mercy, we're here. We said excitement, don't not a fucking. Eight ball of blow. 
you get the extremes. Well, it's a good thing me, we guys. did it a second time now because we got the energy bend this you, time. So you get the I don't know why I picture me. like like a Scarface like mound of cocaine in front of Ben right now. <laughs> there, there is no middle ground with Ben Jamming. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of jamming, we got Bobby with us. Bobby, you almost uh, you were a game time decision. You were actually on the doubtful side of questionable before the show, but like a true fucking warrior. You made it on the podcast. Um, we're, we're happy to have you here, my friend, cousin, brother, and uh, co-host. I'm, I'm very happy you're here. I was worried for you. And you're just, you're the fucking, you're the best. You're the best. You want to tell them what's going on, Bob? Yeah, so, you know, like I was saying earlier, this is like playoff time for conspiracies. If it was a regular season game, <clears throat> probably wouldn't be here right now. But it's go time. I'm here. Let's rip. And uh, let's see what we can do. We're trying to save the world, right? That's it. We got to save the world one podcast at a time. Let's do it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the asshole who forced us to start and bury 17 minutes of recording, the pod. The fuck's up, son. Listen, not to, like, steal the thunder from Bob, but I'm intermittent fasting, and I'm on, like, hour 13, so it's kind of a big deal that I'm here, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he's dipping out a little bit again. I can hear it. Get your fucking mouth so close to that microphone that you're sucking the fucking foam off. How's this sound right here? It sounds better right there. Now, okay, keep in mind, those of you listening. Right here. I'm going to stay right so, here. Right. So those of you listening out there in fucking radio world are probably sitting here going, we hear Kurt fine. Of course. What the fuck are they talking about? He sounds perfect. No. We record mm-hmm. on a different software than you're hearing. Mm-hmm. So we all have two microphones that we're speaking into. And the microphone that we listen on is the one that we can't hear the bot on. So, yes, yeah. on the podcast, you will hear him fine. But we are all ready to choke the living fucking shit out of this kid. No chance. Because it's very difficult for him to, us to hear him on our headphones, which we're using. Got it. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. So I just want to say that so you don't get fucking people getting your back on Twitter. Like, Tommy's yeah, crazy. Bro, you're fucking he was fine. crazy. I sound beautiful. Oh, God. So now you know what the worst part is, Bob? Every time he fucking speaks, we got to shut the fuck up just so we can hear him. Yeah. Wait, you can't hear me again? No, you, it's doing it again. We'll just fucking work through it. You're a fucking abortion. Okay. The worst thing is the, the worst thing is having to listen to him and shutting the fuck up while he talks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I kind of like it like this. Okay. See, I just had to do it. Yeah, right I there. like, like it. I. Yeah. Like I'm no, trying. I, I love. I like it. <laughs> we can just pretend he's not here and that like he's. Like I mean that, at that the literally. Table. I'll, I'll get about twenty <laughs> minutes into this podcast and then just be so done with fucking letting him talk that we'll just fucking cut him off and just go with the three of us the rest of the way but it'll be like a band we'll go acoustic. like we should we, we should break the, break the band up at some point bob you're a musician if we were band members bob how who would we be well, who, who would be we talked about his pre-show i bet no no bob see bob yeah. you're stupid He's no one heard stupid. the pre-show oh yeah yeah oh, so yeah we were saying so how make ben, it ben has got to be the bass player <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this when you guys didn't hear us no i'm saying i'm trying to make it natural because you said that ben would be someone, and I think it fits. I think Ben's uh, he's, he's the bass player, hands down. Right. He's the... And we all agreed on yeah, that. Yeah, the rhythm section. We all section, agreed on that in the pre-show. Yeah, laid back, and then uh, I guess I would have to be the lead guitar player, because you're the singer, right? I mean, yeah, and I'm the lead singer, obviously. We haven't gotten this far yet with the analogy, but I'm the lead singer for sure, because I'm the best and the best looking and get the most pussy mm-hmm. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm Probably the band the manager. Yeah, you're... No, I have a better idea for you. Um, he's the water boy. I, yeah, I'm also the guy who does the most drugs, like the whole nine. So, I'm yeah, the dude I definitely that drives that the role. bus but bangs the groupies while you guys are on stage. Nope, that's not what no, you are. You're the that's one that selects the groupies for us to bang. 
That's how it works. Nope, none of that is right. I have the right <laughs> answer. You'll hear it. Ben is definitely the bass player, without a doubt. The, the fucking cool guy with the long hair is just fucking, you know, slapping the bass, man. I'm the guy selling t-shirts at the front door. Nope, you're not that either. Bobby, you are definitely the lead guitarist, so me and you are the show. Bobby's the guy passing on joints in the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, you know what what the bot is? You know what Kurt is? Kurt's the drummer who wants to be the lead singer. Bro, no. Doesn't make sense. That is is the perfect definition of what he is. He's the drummer who wants to be the lead singer so bad that he actually leaves the band... To start a solo career and flops, and we go platinum without him, and then we gotta—he's gotta beg his way back in. No, 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 no. Like the Freddie drummer, Mercury to Queen. The drummer never leaves; it's always the lead singer. So you would leave, I would stay and carry the band while you're gone. Yeah, no, that but that makes way more Bob, sense. Bob, would you like to give me an example of what? You're the music guy. Who would he be? He's Dave Grohl. Tommy that's Lee. What Dave, that's what Dave Grohl is, right? He was the drummer in Nirvana. Oh, and uh, okay. he started Foo Fighters. And uh, yeah. became the front. A little man. band named. So does that Foo make Fighters? Tommy Kirk Cobain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. That's perfect. <laughs> All right, Kurt Grohl. What do you think? I'll take it. Foo Fighters is huge. <laughs> it's huge. So that's that. Bobby, you're fighting through. Uh, we we mentioned this. We'll get into conspiracy stuff in a minute. We got a lot of shit to talk about. But uh, for those of you that don't know, you must be a first-time listener because we talk about it a lot because Bobby talks about his hatred of the uh, pharmaceutical industry, and we've done some conspiracy stuff on the pharmaceutical industry and all that. But, uh, Bob, you have Crohn's disease, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's, it goes up and down. It can get bad at times, and sometimes it's fine. And you were really sick. You were really feeling it today. Yeah. So we were on the text thread, and you know, me, me and Kurt know we've known Bobby for 30-something years. We're related to him. He's our cousin. So we know when Bob says, you know, I'm kind of feeling shitty – that he's a tough kid, and that means I think I'm going to die, right? Like, there's, there's no in between. So Bob was like, I think I'll be able to do it. And we, me and Kurt, emergency phone call, called up Bobby and said, dude, you don't have to do it. We'll either do it with the three of us. We'll do it tomorrow, like whatever. And Bobby was like, no, I'm going to take some fu- – what did you take? We're fucking I, popping oxys or some shit? What were you popping? I have an uh, emergency stash of narcotics in case <laughs> – yeah. That I use for emergencies. That in the middle of the conversation of you guys saying don't do it, I just went on ahead and popped it in my mouth. So now it's too late. Now we got to do it. Yeah, yeah. We're like, don't do it. Don't worry about it. And he just fucking pops a bunch of fucking narcotics from his drawer. And he's like, I'll be good in twenty minutes. I'm running up the street to get a red. <laughs> running up the street to get a red. It's bowl. like that scene in a Bronx Tale where, where he he closes the door of the bar. He's like, now you can't leave. Now you can't leave. And Ben, Ben, you didn't think the red bowl was a good idea. No, when Tommy's like, yeah, he's, he's just going to take a painkiller and a Red Bull and he'll be fine. I'm like, that's the worst thing. It's that the you worst. Do right it literally goes against everything I fucking stand for. But I'm here. We need to talk about some important ass shit. And uh, I'll worry about it tomorrow morning. So. Can't save the world from your deathbed, you Bob. So, uh, so, yes. We, so, expect some uh, loopiness probably from Bobby as we go through the first words out of his mouth. Where I'm flying right now. <laughs> so, so, this should be interesting. Uh, Bob, you tried to stop him. Of course, I'm the responsible one of the band, and I did try to stop him, and it didn't work. It didn't work at Plus, all. Plus, I so, just wanted to watch Mind Hunters for an hour before I went to bed. Do you want to do a whole conspiracy show on Mind Hunters? No, absolutely not. I think it's a great no. show. Mind Hunters is a great show. Yes. So let's hunt the uh, listeners' minds right now because we got a lot of topics: Epstein, censorship, Celine Dion, Joe Biden, Big Oil, Disney. Um, 
fuck. I, there's too much stuff on here, so we're not going to get to all of it. That's just a kind of smorgasbord. Where do you guys want to start? You want to start with these fucking Epstein updates, I guess, since it's the most topical, and then we'll get to censorship? Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah, that works. All right, so the new news. Actually, Ben, let me let you, uh, let me let you tee it off. What are the new breaking uh, stories in the Jeffrey Epstein case? This is big stuff that's going on right now, stuff we predicted on the No Mercy podcast, that there were going to be multiple people around Jeffrey Epstein all of a sudden dropping dead thanks to the Clintons. But uh, fill us in, Ben. What's gone on since uh, since we last spoke? Well, two of the most recent ones. One is uh, Jeffrey Epstein's private banker at Deutsche and Citibank were, was found swinging from a rope, and they <laughs> they said it was executive suicide before the FBI was able to question him. And then his plastic surgeon, um, the plane crashed because they said that there was the wrong fuel put in the plane. So I'm, I'm sure these are all just coincidences, right? Yeah, just complete coincidences, similar to uh, Kevin Spacey's last accuser um, dying right before he went on trial uh, and he got released. So, yes, we we did forecast this. We did expect this. Actually, Kurt, you had a game you wanted to play later too, right? You didn't tell us what it was. Yeah, we got a game. We'll set it up later after this. All right. So so we did predict this. We said this was going to happen. I started the hashtag Jeffrey Epstein's banker didn't kill himself. And I think this is going to be... An ongoing thing. I think we have more deaths coming. And I have a whole conspiracy theory, which, Bob, I think you're going to like, as to why the plastic surgeon is so important in this equation. We all know why the banker's dead. Uh, the banker's dead simply because the banker has all the fucking monetary records right. of money exchanged between the Clintons and Jeffrey Epstein for multiple events. Correct, yeah, Bob? I mean, he knows too much. Right. <clears throat> but, so but he this, has this all kinda, the... Like, this kind of leads into my theory that I still think he's alive. And I've been saying that since August, you know. So go on. Go on with that because I think he's – I'm almost certain he's alive now. I was about 70% before. I'm up to 85%. It's just – it's so much shit, man. It's like between, um, you know, the the rumors that – you know, all all the security cameras breaking down, the fact that the the doctored images from the hospital and then the Ghislaine Maxwell doctored image and all the In-N-Out burger and – you know the fact that his brother was uh, overseeing the the what was it that his brother knew some like famous autopsy guy or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. hired their um, own just, guy. It just it makes sense that he's still alive. It really does. And all the pictures that look nothing like him, Ben. Yeah, I mean we we've all looked at those pictures and. I mean, it, it's hard to tell, you know, who, who knows what happens when someone dies, supposedly, you know, if their head swells up, if, if it changes things. But, I mean, we looked at the, the pictures, and it just looks nothing like him. Yeah. It, it looks like Hillary's brother. <laughs> yeah. But, Bob, couldn't this be disinformation? Couldn't they purposely send out a, a picture that kind of looks different? Uh, disinformation from who? To get people like uh, like Tom going, thinking it's like Clinton's brother or whatever, and thinking he's still alive. I don't know why they would send out disinformation to make you think that he's still alive when he's dead. I feel I feel like it'd be the exact opposite, which is happening, making you think he's dead when he's really still alive. So the fact that they didn't release the video, why would they release a picture? Uh, well, no, the picture was supposedly like snuck, oh, right? Someone that was on scene. Yeah, exactly. Someone oh, okay. was there, like, on a camera phone, like, snuck a picture. I was going to say, it why wasn't. would they release that? Okay. Yeah, they weren't excited about that. But here's the thing with the plastic surgeon that, that fucking, I think, is critical in this situation towards Bob's he's still alive point, which I'm fully on board now, as I am with every Bob's conspiracy theory. Um, 
if the bank records, I'm a finance guy. Bob, you're you're the conspiracy guy. Ben, you're the logical guy. Kurt, you're the drummer. I'm the, the band. Yeah. Yep. So if you look at it from a financial standpoint, which if you guys didn't hear the 9-11 episode, there was something I was talking about with Soros and the trading that was going on and a lot of the, the uh, options in his account that he was buying large you know, shares, you know, against things like that really triggered a lot of people on Twitter. I probably got more responses from that comment tying the Wall Street side to 9-11 that made people go, holy shit, this really seemed like I think even one of you guys said something about it. No, it it was when you did it for Vegas. Was it the Vegas shooting? Yeah, because everyone knew the 9-11 stuff. Oh, yeah, it was the Vegas Vegas. shooting. Right, it was the Vegas shooting. Right, the the financial side of the Vegas shooting. Uh, So go back and listen to the Vegas episode if you want to hear that. But I always tie everything to money. I always say, follow the money. Everyone says, follow the money. But the money is everything, right? Because all this shit is done for money. It's all, everything is about money once the higher up you go with the elites. And the whole thing with Epstein is he was blackmailing the fucking rich and all that. So you will see in those records from that fucking banker, every transaction from every wealthy person. And if it's not documented in the IRS as a charitable donation, however else they tried to hide it, then that'll be a huge red flag if you start seeing the Clintons and then there. But the plastic surgeon thing, not only was his plastic surgeon elite and one of the top plastic surgeons in the world, he was actually known for handling cases that no one else would even take, right? Like doing so much, like full disfigured body dysmorphia, things of that sort, that he was the best at taking something that is a complete mess and making it look nice. So who better... If you're going to be smuggled out of prison to go and do a full makeover for a couple months, because keep in mind, plastic surgery may be done in a day or two, but there's like a two to three month recovery process where you need to make sure things are healing right, make sure things are settling, make sure. I mean, I've never had plastic surgery, but we've all seen the fucking documentaries and shit. So you can't just whack the plastic surgeon right away. So they add this plastic surgeon. Fuck his whole face up, twist it up, make him look completely different, maybe make him fatter, skinnier, change his hairline, do all that kind of shit like a fucking full-blown burn victim, make him look totally different, wait a month or so for, the, for everything to start healing so that he, he, we could say, okay, he's good, he doesn't need any more work, then boom, pretend this motherfucker got in a plane that he's been flying for decades and put jet fuel in a small plane that blew up three miles from the fucking airport and crashed into the ground so the plastic surgeon makes complete sense for bob's argument and bobby i'm up to 89 percent over my own talking right there yeah you put me at 100 just by talking but i i still understand why these people even bother getting in planes if i don't if i knew any of these people like the epsteins or the clintons i would drive <laughs> everywhere or ride my fucking bike here's the other thing if you know these people don't get a smart car either because they can tap into those cars and run you straight into a fucking tree so i would drive like like a like a fucking 75 Buick or something, you know. You probably do. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I would live stream every single trip anywhere that I go, and it would definitely not be in a plane ever. But I would literally film the whole entire thing just to make sure because in a car, they probably either blow it up. So if it starts, you're fine. But once you get on the road, someone running you off the road like they do with a lot of these people. But Tom, they don't even do have to run these? you off. They can take control of the motherboard of your of your. Oh, yeah. Car and run you straight off the road. Well, they've done that. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Kurt? Who do you think's behind killing the plastic surgeon? I think the Clintons are behind every single thing here. And I'm going <laughs> to play you a clip. You guys have heard, and I'm, I'm like certain of it. <clears throat> so I'm going to play you a clip here, which you guys have already heard. Uh, sometimes I'm a little late to the party on some of this stuff, I will admit it. But this is <laughs> Donald Trump 
from 2015. Hold on. Shut up, thing. Wait, but, but before you started, <laughs> Tommy yeah. goes, have you guys seen this video from four years ago? <laughs> and, <laughs> and me and Bob are like, yeah, four years ago. <laughs> See, the beauty of having fucking CTE is that I don't remember anything. So Bob's like, I probably laugh did is some. amazing. Bob's what? High laugh. <laughs> when he's Dude, I'm sore. Right, so I, I can't explain to you how fucking stoned I am right now. <laughs> this is gonna be so much fun. I apologize in advance. So for those that haven't heard it, right, and everyone's talking, about, oh, Trump's connected to Epstein. We saw a picture from fucking 15 years ago. All right, listen. Not just defending Trump to defend Trump. He's probably one of the last people you'd pair with Epstein, considering they despised each other. They literally fucking hated each other for the last decade. A decade, he fucking banned him from Mar-a-Lago. Like, there's plenty. They had a horrible real estate battle that that they caused a feud between them. You know, was he in pictures with him? Fucking 15 years. Of course, every single fucking rich person in the world was. I don't think Bill Clinton was involved just because he was in pictures with him either. But keep in mind, Trump and the Clintons were best friends. The Clintons were at Trump's wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how close they were in 2006. They all Trump liked was a him Democrat. When he was a Democrat. Yeah, Trump was a Democrat, and he was very close with the Clintons. So he knows a lot about the Clintons. And here is from the CPAC convention at, in 2015. So we're talking literally four years ago, before any of you listening even knew who the fuck Jeffrey Epstein was, when the only person even mentioning his name was Alex Jones. And they just had Trump, when he was debating a presidential run, they were asking him a question. They'd say, like, a name, like... Uh, you know, Joe Biden, and he'd give like a sentence about what he thought of Joe Biden. And they say, Bill Clinton. And listen to the one thing out of the millions of things Trump can say about Bill Clinton that Trump said in 2015 at the CPAC. Let me turn my mic up here. Uh, Bill Clinton. Nice guy. Uh, got a lot of problems coming up, in my opinion, with the famous island with Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of problems. Uh... And let me bring my mic back down. Okay. Were you guys able to hear that? Yeah, I got it. Yep. All right. So he said, Bill Clinton. And he goes, nice guy. Got a lot of problems coming up with that famous island with Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of problems. Four years ago, guys. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Right? I just, I don't understand how Trump's still alive. I really don't. I don't either. Uh, I don't either. You guys guys know this, right? That uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was actually at. Chelsea Clinton's wedding. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then Chelsea Clinton said, you know, together. they were like, I don't even know her. We barely even know. Her. What is she doing at your wedding? You know, if you don't even know her. So, yes, to answer that question, the Clintons, 100%. So, Clintons why would the alive. Clintons want to keep him alive? Um, I don't think we know who's keeping him alive if he's alive. I mean, well, obviously. If the Clintons that's, are that's killing the plastic surgeon, then in your theory, then they would want him alive, wouldn't they? Well, I mean, the Clinton, you're right. So, if you're tying the plastic surgeon to. Plastic surgeon could have just been one of his best friends. You don't even know, right? But if you're tying it to the fact that he's still alive, there's two people who really would still want him alive, and that would be the Clintons or the Trumps. The Clintons because they want to prevent someone else from maybe keeping him alive or testifying, right? So instead of murdering him, they just smuggled him out because keep in mind that we're good friends with this guy. So no matter how much bad information he has on you, I mean, they were best friends, these people so you don't want your best friend to die that could be one of it um or it could be the trump administration and and those people trying to keep him alive so that fucking they can get all the dirt out of it with the plastic surgeon dying it makes me lean more towards the clintons 
Yeah, I mean, it so could it, it could be a case of the White Hats extracting or, like we said, you know, uh, you know, it, and here's the thing, like, you, you guys have to understand, it. I know you guys, most people get this, but even people that don't, they have connections to, like, the highest levels of the Department of Justice, you know, all the prison systems, the local police department. I mean, they're, like, it wouldn't be difficult to extract a high-priority target um, out of even, like, the most high-security pr- prisons and then just send disinformation out there to lead people in the wrong direction. The fact of the matter is the number one priority of the deep state or whatever you want to call it is to get the story out of the public. And so if you say that he's dead, then for, like, three days everybody's going to be up in arms, and then guess what happens? You just go back to normal and you start thinking about other things. So that's what makes me think that he's still alive. And, and, and unfortunately, normally I'm, I try to be optimist, but I, I just I feel like it was a deep state extraction because they would be the ones that would have all the, <clears throat> the opportunities to get him out of there. And, uh, you know, when, when we talk about the, the, the plastic surgeon getting killed, I mean, that like, Jesus Christ, I mean, it, it probably wouldn't take much. I mean, if you look at what all these Hollywoods, you know, people have done with their faces, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't take much to get, you know, to disguise him. Actually, a lot of people think JFK Jr. faked his own death, and there's conspiracy theories around that uh, he's had plastic surgery done to hide his identity, too. So, you know, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that, that this is going on. Yeah, Ben? I think that this is a little ridiculous. <laughs> he, he's dead. He didn't kill himself. I don't think there was any extraction or deep state or, or white state or white hats or any of them. I think Bob thinks in terms of movies. And while they're great stories, I just find it hard to believe. Now, has stuff like this happened You know, in reality? I'm, I'm sure it has, but I just don't, I don't think that... You know, with all the scrutiny and and focus on this, I don't think that it's it's something that would have happened. I think that the guards who are being you know charged with crimes for falsifying documents and things like that, I think they may have had a, a you know a, a hand in it, and we should check their bank records and and see you know and their phone records and see who they were speaking to around that time and things like that. But in terms of like you know, some Ocean's Eleven extractions or something? I don't think... Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be Ocean's things. Eleven if somebody got in there and killed him and he didn't kill himself. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, if, if there's if it's, possi- if it's possible that he didn't kill himself, that someone took care of him, then yeah, you also the, have the to have the theory that it is possible that he was extracted for whatever reason. I mean, you're talking about the, one of the most high-priority uh, targets, you know, in modern history, if you think about how well connected he is, and if he is in t- if he is tied to Mossad, or if he is a, you know, part of like a spy program, you know, like an international, I mean, you're talking about Israeli spy, right? Isra- yeah, Israeli spy, I mean, CIA, listen, you know, whatever you, whatever three letter agency you want to talk about, then you know, there's going to be high priority from both ends, from the good guys and the bad guys, to uh, like almost like a tug of war to get this guy. So, you know, there's a there's a power struggle going on right now. And so it's for sure. And I know I talk about movies a lot. Really, the main reason why I talk about movies is to synthesize information to people so that they can use some type of frame of reference that will help, you know, familiarize them with the concepts that I'm talking about. So when I talk about terms of movies, I don't believe the movies are real, but I do. Know, well, some of them are. I mean, and so do you. And so do you. Don't back off. Listen, Bob, you're. 
You're defending yourself to a person that doesn't even believe in lizard people. <laughs> so can we really take anything he says seriously? Well, well listen, but, I'm not uh, saying that it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying what I think is that the guards who are being criminally charged had a hand in it. And right. it's, it's, the, you know, it's the easiest, easiest uh, explanation for it because you know, the cameras were, were broken. These guys supposedly were sleeping on the job. They falsified they the documents. documents right. like, they was moved and, from two different yeah. cells. Right. Yeah. I exactly. mean, if there was, I mean, it's not like, you know, Bob said you, you would have to sneak people in to kill them. That's not the case. I mean, people get killed in jail all the time and, and by guards too, it, it, it happens. So, I mean, it, it would be pretty easy for them to just, you know, shut off the cameras, go in there, yoke them up real quick and then just go back to sleeping. What if they, I mean, one of the things was that he was an Israeli spy, Bobby. So what if yeah. it was the Israelis yeah. who basically run the world who brought their spy back home? Yeah, I mean, like, if it is Mossad, that, you know, you're talking about one of the most, like, powerful uh, intelligence agencies in the entire planet. And, uh, you know, there's theories that, did, Ben, didn't you share an article uh, written, was it the Daily yeah. Mail, talking about how... Uh, Chiselaine Maxwell and uh, and Epstein were, Epstein were spies. spies. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, there was an article that came out yesterday in the Sun. It's a it's a UK uh, organization, and um, supposedly their ex handler came out and said that they were Israeli spies who used underage sex to blackmail politicians. And I mean, th- that and about ninety eight percent of that has already been confirmed outside of the spy part. Yeah, yeah. I was about, I was about to say the, you know, the underage sex to blackmail politicians. That's well known. So I, I've heard for years that he was, you know, a spy, and I've heard more recently he was an, an Israeli spy. And I mean, who knows? You know, it, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I tend. Well, wouldn't to that make more... sense then? If, if the most powerful people, maybe in the world. Have a spy who has blackmail on all the highest people in the world, and he's about to be put to death, and he's their fucking ace in the hole. Wouldn't it make sense that they try to get him the fuck out of there? No. Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, I, I disagree with the Israelis being the most powerful people in the world. Like, not even close in my opinion. I mean, they run everything behind the scenes. Like, in the I, I mean, I, I would ask for proof of that because I don't believe Hollywood. It. I mean, if you want to go straight up with, like, people who are jewish i think you do we really have to have a discussion about whether jews run the world or not well like i said there's there's a difference (laughs) right between people who are jewish and israeli citizens or like is well i mean uh, yeah but it's it's you know it's like saying sicilians and and, i mean northern italians are different israel is like 60 years old or something like that you know it's like the there it's not like this you know chinese dynasty that's been around for three thousand years you know, it, they're they're a very small location, surrounded by enemies all over. And sure, they probably have you know decent money per capita for for what they are. But I, I wouldn't say anything close to Israel runs the world. I mean, if you want to go with you know people who are Jewish, then yeah, sure. Like George Soros is Jewish, but he's not Israeli, and I'm sure he has more influence than you know most is Israeli. So. I mean, if you want to go with, you know, the the Jewish claim itself, then I, I could probably hop on board with that. But I, I would not agree that Israel runs the world. Okay. Jews are on the world. So uh, I mean, the Jews I'm, run the world. I'm, I'm Jewish and I have family in Israel. and Of course. So you know the Jews run the world. Uh, Jews, yeah. That's why he's denying Yeah, me. I'm Italian, so you guys do our books. <laughs> so we know all about that, too. <laughs> yeah. trust me trust me not me <laughs> in every mafia movie you got the jewish accountant right yeah but uh kurt what's your take on this are you still I st- there 
yeah, I don't understand the whole concept of keeping him alive. If you want to go by movies, you look at Born Identity. Your best spy you kill at the drop of a hat. So I don't really see a point of keeping him alive if he is, uh, if it's Mossad or one of its spy agencies. Why would they want him back? Just cut him loose and that's it. Well, I mean, it, why do we? Ahead. Why do we always take the human factor out of everything, Bob? Why does everyone always look at things? These people like, aren't oh, human; they're lizards, Tom. Well, I mean, exactly. But the lizard people aren't going to let their own lizard people die. Oh, so okay. the whole point is like, dude, if this guy is really tightly tied to these people, whether it's the no. Clintons or Israel, is, Israeli spies or whatever the fuck it is, there is always a reason to keep your main dude alive. For what? He there's, has no there's use There's way anymore. more reasons whether, to have him killed. Yeah, exactly. There's no I use mean, for him I mean, I don't see anymore. what the reason for... Okay, let's say we're in the mafia, You're the right? one being blackmailed, and you have plenty of influence yourself. You're like, I want this guy fucking dead But if before. you know you... It's, all right, so I'm in the mafia. But he's right? going to cooperating. We're all part of La Familia. And Bobby gets fucking taken. Bobby's like one of our main guys, but he knows everything. He knows all the inner workings. He knows all the secrets. He knows everything. He's in prison. He's in the clink. They're threatening him. Actually, a better example would be Kurt. Kurt seems more likely to rat. So Kurt's in the clink. What the fuck? And... They're threatening him with, you know, 70 years in prison, death penalty, whole nine. And me, Bobby, and Ben are going, fuck, dude, Kurt's going to talk. But Kurt's yeah. one of us. No. Like, he's one of us. Like, he's you fucking been with us like since that. the beginning. We're family. So wouldn't it make sense if we knew? No. If I said to Bobby, Bobby, listen, I got two guards in my pocket. I got the security cameras that I could take out. I got a plastic surgeon. I got, I got everything covered. We can get him out of there. No problem. I have a photographer. Or... Or, or we could whack him. And I have a photographer, which will take the one picture that will ever be taken. It'll be all over the news saying he's dead. So we can go save Kurt with the same exact effort, maybe less, than it would take to whack him. What do you think we should do, Bob? Yeah, we, Let's go talk- get our boy. Yeah, but you know what? You're talking from the perspective of one side. Because what about- But I'm just saying that that's the reason why no, when people say they have though. no reason. That's, there right, it is. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's, those are definitely reasons. I just think the reasons to have him off and are um, much larger, much more consequential, and probably more people would want him dead than would want him alive. Right. So there's another situation where if it was a you know, tertiary member of Las Familia, right? It's none of, our, none of the four of us. But it's some guy who's been good to us. He was kind of our grinder. He was our, you know, he was our guy who did a lot of shit. But we didn't fully 100% trust him. But he gave us a lot of info. Then, yeah, you fucking whack him. But, I mean, we don't know which side of the aisle. Maybe he had more information to give yet. Maybe we need to know where he hid certain things. Right? Maybe that's part of it. Maybe we no, know. Why don't we just get that Jeffrey? Ep- maybe the Clintons or, you know, who, whoever it is knows that Jeffrey Epstein has shit hidden somewhere that can be found by the enemies. So they need to get him the fuck out just so they can find out everything else he has. Maybe they have Ghislaine Maxwell. And maybe Ghislaine Maxwell, or, or maybe they know where she is, or maybe they can't get to her. And Ghislaine Maxwell calls them and says, here's the deal. I'm around. You can't find me. You'll never find me. I'm going to the feds unless you sneak out Jeffrey. So go get him out. Show him to me alive. I'll turn over everything and we'll disappear and you'll never hear from us again. There's a lot of scenarios where it would make sense to get him the fuck out. Because keep in mind, as far as everyone knows, Ghislaine Maxwell's invisible. No one knows who the fuck she is. So wouldn't it make sense for her to reach out going, yo, my man's in prison about to be murked. You better fucking get him out of there or I'm going to fucking Fox and CNBC and CNN with all the videos. You better believe they're going to go get that motherfucker out, change his identity, send him on the way, and probably kill both of them after they pull him out. But you better believe they're going to get him out first. 
Yeah, but these aren't people that give a shit about other people. That's why they you're give a shit. If Gisela Maxwell is saying, "I'm going to release everything unless you get Jeffrey out of that prison," she yeah, and then what about that is motivation for everyone to get him the fuck out of that prison. What about care. Prince Andrew, who was like, "This guy has mad shit on me. Let's get him killed." Yeah, there's a million different. Bob, you were saying something I couldn't hear. You. Well, there's something called a dead man switch that we talked about. You know, so Epstein could have something like a dead man switch. You know, where mm-hmm. if you kill me, then this particular information will be released. You know, so you offer me protection, and I will make sure that all the paper trail gets taken away. You get me out of prison, and then I will do all of your work for you to clear, clean up everything. I'll clean up all the financial stuff. I'll clean up, you know, destroying all the underground tunnels at Epstein Island and the mansion. I'll tell you where the bodies are buried. You just have to keep me alive. That's the deal. Yep. Dead man switch is very powerful, Kurt. Yeah, I agree with Bob. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, all I'm, the point I'm making is this. Wait, hold on. Ben, so, so, is that for you maybe 5%, the dead man switch? I like the dead man no. switch. <laughs> what was the most convincing of me and Bob's arguments, Ben? Um, Tom, you had Just nothing. like pe- people who are close to him who want him alive. Just like they just don't want him to die. I don't – I think when, when it comes – You don't think the Maxwell part? No, not really. Or the dead man switch? I mean, those seem like be the two best ones. Dead man switch, I mean – no, lizard it, people it would have already it would have already been released. Were you with lizard people? <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been released if he said I'm re- uh, dead man. Switch could be Ghislaine Maxwell has the fucking quote unquote switch, and it gets released when he gets sentenced or he doesn't get out. Bro, it, like, I, was, I, I hate to keep it going be, back to this fucking Ghislaine Maxwell picture in front of the In and Out Burger, but I'm telling you, they speak in code, man, and. She's sitting in front, like, of all places, in and out Burger. We got him in. We got in him and out. out. In and out is the fucking place. That, and everyone said, why the fuck is she sitting in front of a restaurant? Right. No, she wasn't sitting in front of a restaurant. She was perfectly framed in front of an in and out. And there was a there was a image that wasn't supposed to be there, an advertisement for a movie called Good Boys. So it said Good Boys in and out. She's reading a book about the lives of intelligence operatives, right? Like, so we've, we've already seen stuff before when the Clintons went on that plane and Bill Clinton was reading uh-huh. a book about, like, a convicted pedophile or, or somebody that was accused of, uh, you know, molesting kids and had to... That's what the story of the book that he was reading was about. And so I just... A doctored image that ends up on the post, like, I feel like that's symbolic or they're trying to communicate with somebody to let them know that the extraction was made. Do I think this is 100% true? No, but it's a plausible theory when you think about everything. And then this new information coming out about, uh, you know, the accountant as well as the, the... the plastic surgeon? That's a, that's fucking weird. Yeah. That's that's really weird. Yeah. That's eyebrow raising. Yeah, that was crazy to me. So, I mean, I think that was a good conversation on Epstein. We can kill it from there. Do you think the story um, is losing steam? What'd you, say, what'd you say there, fucking Mr. Whispers? <laughs> Do you think the story is losing steam, though? Um, I think here, here's the th- I can judge it off my Instagram story at Tommy G DFS, David Frank Sam. Please give me a follow. But, um, I could judge it by my Instagram stories because my Twitter, Tommy G, is more viral amongst our podcast conspiracy community, right? Like out of 40,000 followers, I think about 20,000 of them listen to this podcast, right? So when I post stuff on Twitter, I can't get a real good feel of what the public's thinking because we got a lot of people like us on there, right? But when I post on my Instagram story... That's how I can get a feel because that's all girls I know from high school, guys I know from high school, family. Like, you know, it's a much smaller community that's not as plugged in, probably doesn't even listen to the podcast. So 
when I post there, it's still hot, Kurt. I know it sounds like it's not, but when I posted the little timeline of the surgeon dying and the yeah, and but it the, was recently. Yeah, no, the surgeon and the fucking banker. There was like girls who were like, "Oh my god, this story gets crazier by the minute." Like they don't know anything. So now yeah, that the memes have gotten out there and caught their attention, shit like this is just—it's waking people up. And the but meme's still going these... too. It's not even dead yet. Like that meme's still no, hot. It won't. It's just getting more creative. That meme, that meme will not kill itself. Go on, Kurt. So isn't it funny? So like, uh, say if I mention this to my wife, for example, she uh-huh. has no interest in it. Right. But she'll go upstairs and watch Chicago PD with Ice T and Donnie Wahlberg arresting and doing the same exact thing, but in a fiction sense. But nobody's you know they, interested in. Did you hear that they did a? Uh, I, I this girl Ashley I know told me about this. They did a CSI yeah. with about Epstein. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're yeah. more interested in the fiction, but nonfiction they could care less about. I mean, it's cognitive dissonance, right? Like, it's just people just like don't want to believe. Like even when Ben just said it before, you know, it sounds like a movie. Life is crazier than a but fucking. Think movie. about all right. Let's just think about what we're saying right there. Okay, so if we're saying, oh, like so and so believes movies are real, right? So if you put these concepts in movies, then you have that ammunition to say, oh, there's right. no way. This That's why is they real. do it. This is this is all. This is the remember that common phrase. This is the type of thing you can only see in a movie, right? Right. So you put these themes out in, in, in movies, and then if they're happening in real life, you're like, nah, this is too good to, or too, you know, this is this sounds like a script to a movie. There's no way that this is actually happening. There's no way this is but, who, but here's my favorite thing, Bob. The person who thinks up these movies, the reason the movies work, and I mean, not the sci-fi ones and the crazy ones, but Ocean's Eleven, movies like that. First of all, the best movies are based on true stories. Yes. So a lot of these movies that we've seen are based on true stories, and they really did happen. But the, someone has to think up that movie. So that shows that there's people capable of thinking up these elaborate plans that we can watch on TV and go, wow, that actually could have worked in real life. So yes. the same person would think up the plan to fucking escape from a jail. How many people have escaped from jails? I was just reading about four 17-year-old kids <laughs> who escaped from a jail literally two days ago. You think the fucking CIA, FBI, Clintons, and you know Israeli spies and fucking elite in the world can't pull someone out if fucking fourteen year old kids, seventeen year old kids can escape on their own? Like that's not crazy. Especially and then when you talk about yeah, and then it's like the next level of it. Okay, yeah, people can escape or get extracted from prison. Bet, but to to change his face, well, I mean, we have witness protection, don't we? We know about people who've gone into witness protection programs and completely changed their look because they were fucking uh, testifying on behalf of the state or the feds. Like, this happens. So step two would make the most sense that, yes, he would do that. And then step three is logical at that point. So I don't understand. Yeah, the whole thing may seem like, oh, that's elaborate. But when you break it down in pieces, it's not. None of it. And is. there was a movie called Face Off where Travolta and Nicolas Cage swap faces, so it has to be real, right? It's got to be. It happened in the movies. It's got to be real. It's got to be real. It's got to be real. I just think anyway, it's plausible. So. That's all I'm saying. I'm, no, it's, no, fucking stop being a pussy, Bob. All right? You're drugged up. <laughs> grab your balls. Stop fucking being a pussy. You don't think it's plausible. You think it happened. I think it's, it's probable. You think it happened, Bob? I think it happened, okay? I think it happened. <laughs> I think it happened. You're the one that got him to take the drug, too. I know. He's like he's like more down on drugs. He's not even fucking... Uh, he's not even more ballsy. So uh, another big issue going on right now is the censorship issue, 
right? And I know, Bob, this is a big thing in your wheelhouse. But um, Terrence K. Williams, who I'm a big fan of. Um, you guys know Terrence K. Williams yeah, is, right? Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys should follow him on Twitter if you don't. Uh, Terrence K. Williams is a comedian. Uh, his Twitter handle is at W under Terrence, T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E. Uh, and it's Terrence K. Williams. He's got Instagram, too. And what he does is he's an African-American comedian who is a huge Trump supporter and huge Republican, right? So, therefore, you know they fucking hate him, right? Mm-hmm. Because the last thing they want is uh, Republicans not looking racist, right? And he does these fucking videos that are hysterical, just blowing up everybody, Kamala Harris, fucking Elizabeth Warren, and their comedy and their fact, and they're incredible. And they get hundreds of thousands of views his YouTube channel. They just tried to censor him recently. They tried to shut down his YouTube channel because they're saying that uh, it's dangerous content and he's offending people and this and that. This dude is making his living off that and getting hundreds of thousands of views. We watch them deplatform Alex Jones. We see them even try to deplatform Sam Tripoli, right? They shut down Sam Tripoli's YouTube channel. This is a major, major concern that I tweeted out. This is not a left right thing, guys. I know the left is very excited because they're sh- Google and YouTube and all them are basically run by the same fucking global family and they're all fucking liberals who hate the Republicans and the right. They're all trying to shut the right up, especially coming into the election. But this is a huge, bigger issue going forward. Bobby, I know you have a lot to say about this, so I'm going to kick to Ben first and then Kurt, and then we'll get to you for the, sure. for the mic drop. But Ben, what's your take on all this? I think it's ramping up and it's going to start getting worse towards the election and, you know... In the last election, we saw a lot of it, things like on Google, where, you know, if you go and type in Donald Trump is, it would be like a criminal. And if you type in Hillary right. Clinton is, you would be like the most amazing person on the planet. Like, the next president. Yeah, that's yeah there, there's a lot of rigging in the algorithms. And whenever you see like a, a flood of conservatives getting suspended and banned and stuff like that, it's always because it was a quote unquote mistake or error. But th- those things never go both ways. It's always one sided. And um, two, two things that we've seen in the past week that is really causing me some concern is, first of all, uh, Twitter announced that they'd be banning political ads and stuff like that. And they still allow uh, Democrat Elizabeth ads to be, to be going yeah. on. But um, so they just put in a new like terms and conditions that's effective January 1st. And in it, at in one of the passages, they say they actually admit to shadow banning, which they've publicly denied and under oath denied. They say we may also remove or refuse to distribute any content on the services, limit distribution or visibility of any content on the service. So they're basically saying that, you know, they're admitting shadow banning. And then you look at YouTube, who just deleted uh, um I think sorry, Google just deleted 300 um, of President Trump's ads. So they're they're really, in, I guess you can say, interfering in the election. Yeah, of course, I mean they did it last time. You were talking about. It. I remember I was still uh, running the stock trading company at that point, and I would do this in a presentation for people. Uh, I actually, what I was doing right now, I wasn't paying attention for a second. I heard what you said, but I just kicked off to subscribe to Terrence K. Williams petition so that he can have everyone's contact information for in case they ban him so that he can reach back out to us so everyone should do that too um but when i was running a stock trading company i would do this on that's why we all use DuckDuckGo now instead of google as much as we can but i would do this in the presentations ben and i would like show the audience like watch this 
You know, like, what do you know about Hillary Clinton? What do you know about Donald Trump? And I would go to Google and do exactly what you just said. Donald Trump is. And it would just be hatred. And then Don, and Hillary Clinton is. And it would be, like, amazing. The next first female president. Like, blah, blah, blah. And yep. then I would even wrote, uh, I would write things like, Hillary Clinton is evil. And then it would pull up, Hillary Clinton is not evil. There is nothing evil about Hillary Clinton. Like, it's yeah. just crazy. Like, and it, they're still doing it to this day. When you would look at presidential candidates, it wouldn't even have Trump on the list. Yep. It wouldn't yep, even show It didn't that. even show him on Google. Um, so it was so obvious and so blatant. And he still won. And that's why when people were like, Hillary won the popular vote. It's like, dude, she had the internet. Right. Like, she yeah, literally had Google, and YouTube, she, and she Facebook, just, fucking, and Twitter, literally working for her. She had yeah. people feeding her debate questions. She had dead people voting, and she still lost. Like, yeah. dude, and really? Like, that's she insane. She had everyone in her back pocket. Everyone. It, she it just came out and said that. Bernie out of the race. She, she just got quoted by saying, when Trump called her, uh, or, or when, sorry, when she spoke on the phone with Trump the night of the election to... Like concede, she said that he was more shocked and surprised than she was, and it, it makes you think. Like, so if if he knew that Russia was fixing the election for him, why would he be so shocked at winning? It's just so funny that they use Russia because all the Russia conspiracy was around the Clintons until he won. Everything and then just, is Russia this, Russia that. Everything was Russia and the Clintons for months, and then all of a sudden it became Russia and the Trumps. Kind of like it was Epstein and the Clintons. Now everyone's like, Epstein, Trump. Like yeah. They just take everything that's on them and just put Trump's name in and people run for it. I, I have a great example of that. So uh, yesterday it, it just came out that um, this guy, George Nader, who was uh, uh-huh. one of Mueller's biggest witnesses – he and uh, six other people just got indicted for illegally contributing to Hillary Clinton's campaigns. And when you read all the articles about it, they're like, um, you, you see Trump's name mentioned before Clinton, even though he got indicted for donating to Clinton for the election. They were like, oh, uh, this guy knew Trump and he was you know, previous friends with Trump um, and he actually got caught donating to Clinton. And it's like, yeah. uh, okay, so why'd you mention Trump a few times before mentioning why he was <laughs> yeah. indicted? You know? But didn't we just see that with the immigration article with the 200,000 kids? And they said, and it? then someone pointed out that it was from 2015. And instead yep. of replacing Trump's name with Obama's name, they just said, all right, we're going to delete this article. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I quote tweeted one. that. That was from a huge media source that posted and it caused I think an it was outrage. AP. Yeah, it was uh, 100,000. Children separated from their parents of immigrants in detention centers. And the article had pictures of kids in cages. It was fucking crazy. Like, it, it was like, you'll look at it and you're like, oh, God. Even someone who's way for immigration like me was like, oh. Yeah, but it's so fucking insane with this whole movement because everything they're blaming Trump for was already done by Obama 10 times worse. So immigration, well, Obama was the number one president for deporting people. Number one, no one's even close to him. Well, that, that's the whole thing. Bombs. That article was actually to, to elaborate and then let you pick back up, Kurt. That article actually came out to be from 2015. <clears throat> and the numbers they were quoting were from 2015. So the media source, instead of, like Kurt said, the, you know, changing the article, they go, we're just going to delete the article because it was bad information. Those numbers were from 2015. And it's like, wait, what? The other so, girl just got yeah, fired. Go on, instead Kurt, of changing it, they deleted it. Yeah, they deleted it. Yeah, and who was the girl that just got fired on Thanksgiving for saying, like, Trump's out playing golf and he was really overseas with the troops? Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, so, I, I got to look it up. It was, this it whole was move is crazy. So when you look at it, you see that with the immigration. You see everyone says Trump hates gays, yet Trump's the only president in our history 
not to say marriage should be between a man and a woman, which Obama said multiple times. Right. You talk about Russia collusion, but Obama's the only one caught on a hot mic talking about Russia collusion with Russia. So right. everything that Obama did, they're trying to pin on Trump, and they don't realize Obama did all this stuff. And then, but then the things that Trump's doing, like with the economy and all that, they give Obama credit for. It's such oh, a, yeah, it's such a it. flip-flop. It's like the bad shit that's happening now is all Trump's fault. The good shit, Obama created. Meanwhile, I had, a, I had a picture, which I posted a month ago, of the stock market being flat for the 18 months before fucking Trump got elected. So if you want to say Obama did well when he was the president, yeah, well, we came from the bottom of the second biggest recession in U.S. history. He walked into office... Yeah. At the end of the Great Recession, like when literally we were just printing money and printing money. Bush started the stimulus programs and printing money, which I don't love those things. But in that situation, it was necessary. So it's like, yeah, there's nowhere to go but up when your stock market drops 60 percent right when you walk into office. Every recession is followed by a recovery. But it was the slowest recovery. It was the slowest recovery ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. I don't even care if people like Trump or don't like Trump. I just want everyone to treat every presidential candidate the same. So you let uh, Obama slide with all this stuff. He dropped so many bombs that we literally ran out of bombs at one point. He's killing thousands of people in the Middle East, and you don't care. But then when uh, Trump gets into office, he says, listen, Obama just spent eight years bombing the shit out of these seven countries. So let's come up with a plan before we start letting their families in here to kill us. And everyone flips out. So no one yep, flips yep. out about killing those people, but they flip out as saying, we need a better vetting process. Yeah. It's like, it's like depending on who's in office, oh, we can murder them. But how are you not letting them into your house? Yeah, Bro, so I was in D.C. I, I think a week in, ago. in terms of like just Trump in general, it's, it's obviously a very hot topic. But, I mean, I agree with Kurt in terms of I, I want to see them treated fairly, regardless of Republican or Democrat. So... You know, Tommy and I were big Ron Paul guys, and we saw how he was completely ignored by the media. They would leave his picture out of the polls. And we see the same exact thing going on with Andrew Yang right now. And Uh I am no Yang supporter, but I think that he's being treated very unfairly. Of course, because him and Tulsi are the threats. Right. That's why. Tulsi Gabbard and, and Andrew Yang would be two people that if they were to beat Trump, I mean, I wouldn't be ecstatic, but I'd be fine. Yeah, and like I would literally so be like, all right, you know, not my party, but I'll give them a shot. Let's see what they have. The Everyone article. else scares the living shit out of me. But, yeah. you know, those two, I'd be like, all right, let's, let's see what they got. Right. And you see uh, Kamala Harris dropped out of the race a couple of days she, ago. So all these articles are coming up saying, oh, there's, you know, there, there's only six candidates left and they're all, they're all white. white. And then they're so it's like, OK, well, what about Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang? I was like, their you know, their ethnicities aren't um, Caucasian. So here's the funniest say? part: they're coming out talking about that. Meanwhile, they want to blame the Republicans for all this because anytime there's a white supremacy or fucking race thing, it always comes to Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't a Republican primary. This is right. the Democratic primary. If she couldn't pull, they're not polling fucking Republicans. They're polling Democrats to see what her chances are, and if she had to drop out. Then, then blame your own party. Like, don't fucking blame Republicans for Kamala Harris dropping out. Don't blame white people. Like, that has nothing to do with it. Barack Obama was black, and he won. Mm, Stop. Nice. Stop with the race card. He not only won, he won in a landslide twice. Stop. It's already been proven that race doesn't matter. 
That's done. Michelle Obama is probably the most liked person in the world outside of those of us because we like Michael. But stop with the race. You can't still play the race card with Kamala if we've already had a black president. Right. It's and over. The, That's well, they, done. They mentioned- it was disproven. Yeah, they add the element of black woman too. But here's my, here's my theory. What if just someone like – We already had a woman Obama, nominee. Let, let, let's so just that- say Oprah Winfrey ran, not even Michelle Obama. Let's oh, say Oprah Winfrey ran. I guarantee you she would poll three to four times higher than Kamala Harris would. Oh, of Easy. course. Five, ten times yeah. higher. Yeah, 20. And, and, and no, everyone ignores the fact that two Kamala staffers came out and said they've never seen a meaner person run a worse campaign with less direction and less focus and been treated worse – then Kamala Harris treated them. Staffers came out. Yeah, got but buried. Same with Hillary. Never Clinton. hit the news. All we saw was her videos about how I'm going to go after Donald in the fucking Senate Judiciary Committee. Like her own staffers were lighting her on fire on how big a fucking asshole she is. So you know, like, just stop fucking believing what you hear. But anyways, back to censorship. Uh, Bob, did you have a point on censorship before we go to uh, Bobby? Uh- I think it's kind of scary that uh, the monopoly laws weren't set up for social media. So then when you get these psychopaths running it, they feel like they have the power because they never had power throughout life. And now they think they just own everything. But my question is, how do they determine what a conspiracy theory is? Because when CNN reports crazy shit like Trump likes to be peed on and there's weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and Russia's the reason, that's all conspiracy theory stuff. Yet that gets to be broadcast to millions of homes worldwide without any censorship. Right. So why is stuff right. with facts considered conspiracy theory, but stuff with just hearsay, like anything Adam Schiff says, is just it's word of God, right? Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem, Bobby, that we're, we're looking at a situation where people talk about free speech. We gave up our free speech, and we gave up our, our, our rights when we decided to join social media. Because no one can stop me from saying whatever the fuck I want outside my building or from a rooftop, right? As long as I'm not, you know, hurting anyone or cursing at someone. If I want to stand on top of my building and as long as I just say, I love Trump, I love this one, I love Obama, I could say whatever the fuck I want. I could walk down the street singing it in New York. And the Constitution protects me in my rights to be able to do that. The problem is the Constitution doesn't apply to Twitter.com. The Constitution doesn't apply to YouTube. The Constitution doesn't apply to Facebook. These are private companies who can choose to serve or not serve anyone they want. And they being no run by elite fucking blood-sucking left-wing psychopaths. So we, the people, have chosen to take our public rights, because everything used to be, say, in a public forum, to, and put it into a private company. So now the private company owns our world. So I'm verified on Twitter. I have 40,000 followers. I have a voice now. I can speak. I can. The reason we do these podcasts, the reason I tweet what I tweet is to try and make an impact on a couple people a day that are listening to wake people up. Saving but I have put myself in a position where Twitter.com can turn my voice off like that. Yeah. And I'm done. I'm silenced. I can't say anything. And that's my choice. And that's my fear that I trusted these fucking idiots, and now that's what they're doing, Bobby. Well, yeah, you know, and we've talked about this before, but I'll bring it up again. Uh, CIA had a program called LifeLog, which was basically like Facebook, uh, except it was a government program. And the day that the LifeLog uh, operation ceased to exist was the same day that Facebook um, was initiated. 
So they have an illusion that it's a private entity, but realistically, I'm telling you, these are deeply entrenched. Let me just give you an example. So someone brought to my attention this 60 Minutes interview uh, last Sunday with the CEO of YouTube, uh, Susan Wojcicki. Wojcicki. Uh-huh. Um, so Su- it's, it's one of the most scary interviews as far as censorship that I've ever seen is because like they kept cutting to like videos of like, you know, Sandy Hook, and they even cut to a video of QAnon talking about how they're going to start really cracking down on conspiracy theories. And she even said medical quackery, right? So, like, that includes uh-huh. vaccines, that includes holistic medicine and everything like that. So when she started saying, like, medical quackery, I was like, oh, shit. And then they're saying they're, we're going to redirect you to more authoritative sources for information. News yeah, sources. Right? Yeah, like, so I'm reading this, and I'm fucking freaking out. And then when you dig into it so you have youtube which is part of the censorship okay it's part of you know they might be the worst now. It, it, uh yeah just because of the sheer volume and the fact like like i'll give you one example and the fact that i think i think bobby i think they're the worst in my opinion because a picture is worth a thousand mm-hmm. words like you could tell everyone about 9-11 you could tell everyone about this shit but when you show them a video it's like the ray rice example yeah. right like, everyone knew Ray Rice hit a girl in an elevator, and everyone was like, oh, two-game suspension. Fuck him. He's an asshole. Then you saw the video, and you were like, yo, get this motherfucker out of the league forever. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you start getting the video platforms shutting down video evidence of things, that's that's worse than any you know written word on right. Twitter. Right, so this is Su- Susan Wojcicki, Wojcicki, whatever you call it. Uh, that's her job is censorship, right? So, like, when I'm watching my, uh, my news sources, after – this happens to me every day. If I leave it running and it goes to the next video, it'll automatically send me to a quote-unquote authoritative news source, whether it's Fox News or CBS or MSNBC. So it already has predictive algorithms, like whatever I'm watching, it'll redirect me to something more mainstream, rather than, you know, what it used to do was go to the next video of something I'm subscribed to. Or that person. Or that person, another video video by that person. Sather or you know something so, like that. So check this out. So Su- Susan Wojcicki, I'm gonna fuck her name up. I don't give a shit. Fuck her. Okay. Uh, she's oh, the shit. sister of Ann Wojcicki, the who's the co-founder of 23andMe. So what is that? There's your DNA database. DNA. Okay. Yeah. Then Ann Wojcicki, co-founder of 23andMe, married. I think they're divorced now, but they were married for like 10 years to the co-founder of Google. Okay. President <laughs> of fucking Alphabet. So you have Google. Connected to DNA programs, connected to censorship. So we have your search algorithms, we have your fucking DNA. You know, we have your your information or your, your quote unquote ministry of truth that we call it through YouTube, and uh, that's how you control everything. And if you want to talk about a surveillance state, that's how you get to a surveillance state. So you have Facebook, which is a popular social media that had. So there are three known members of DARPA that were that were part of Facebook, and and according to conspiracy theorists, there's there's up to as nine, as many as nine, you know. So Facebook is theorized to have been a, 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 an extension of the CIA LifeLog program. You have YouTube, uh, who's censoring people and connected to your DNA programs, and then connected to your uh, search algorithms. And we talked about censoring Trump, or like you know, would you? Golly, I can't even use Google anymore because you can't. Even, just type in, just oh, type God. in like QAnon or type in anything, and anything that goes against the mainstream, and it'll immediately go to like a Snopes or like a, a conspiracy theory or like a debunked page to debunk it. And uh, so, dude, so I went through they... this when I was trying to teach some people about some of the conspiracy stuff, and they were like, "I googled." It. I'm like, "No, no, no, duck, duck, go it." Yeah, 
And they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I'm like, like duck, duck, go it. Don't Google it. <laughs> like, it's, you're going to, they're, they're showing you what they want you to see. Right. And now you got to basically, Bob, the problem with that, now you're trying to sell them on a conspiracy theory. Epstein didn't kill himself. 9-11 was an inside job. The moon landing was, like, so it's hard enough. And now you're telling them, and by the way, when you do your research, you can't use Google because here's another conspiracy theory. Now you're just so deep in the weeds before they even do research. That they're like, okay, so you're telling me something crazy, and now you're telling me Google's telling me what it wants to tell me so that I don't hear the truth. I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like another layer of conspiracy. Bob, why is the mainstream media so, like, scared of Q? Because, uh, well, if, you, if you're if you asking my honest if, opinion, it's because Q is legit, man. Q is over the target. Yeah, but why does that exposed. scare them? What? Yeah, but why does that scare them? Because Q is more predictive, so why would they care? If Q was real or not, and why would they try to debunk? They don't it know what Q's capable. Well, of. if Q, he's speaking, if, in, if Q yeah. is part of a coup and part of like the the mass great awakening that they call it of, of information, the job of Q is to disseminate information and to spread the truth. So they, I don't know if you noticed, they attacked Achan, which was the forum that Q operated yes. on. They 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 uh, got rid of it, and so now uh, Q and operating under Eight Coon, which is a different page. Yes. Um, but he was down for almost three months. And it was right around that whole Ukraine debacle uh, over the summer. So obviously they'd be afraid of, of QAnon. If QAnon is, is what I it seems to appear to be is an international phenomenon of, of information dissemination and getting information out to the public. That was the whole goal of it. So, yeah, I mean, just like with any YouTube page, just like with our podcaster, Sam Tripoli getting kicked off YouTube, right? Even if Sam Tripoli is only reaching fifty to a hundred thousand people, guess what? Those people are talking too, and so it spreads mm-hmm. like a like a virus, only in, you know in a positive sense. So they absolutely would be afraid of QAnon if it was a legit intelligence in, uh, source inside the White House. You know that'd probably be one of the first things that you'd want to get rid of. So. The only thing you got to think about is if Q's not real, then why are they so upset about it and trying to fucking discredit it? That's why I believe. Right. Because if, 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 if he really wasn't anything, then why the fuck is everyone so worried about Q? Right. And, and in the 60 Minutes interview, when they kept cutting to clips, like they went to like a Sandy Hook video, they went to like a, a vaccine video, and then boom, a QAnon video. Q. Like, right. what the fuck, yeah. man? That really that scared the shit out of me. But it also helped confirm that there's some... Because here's the thing. We're, if we're living in a mirror world, man. Like, up is down, left is right, truth is fiction, fiction is right. truth. So if the mainstream's telling you it's fake and it's bullshit, it's probably correct. That's all. Like, if you go with that theory, you're going to be right. And, that, and you, know what's, you know what's funny? Part of the reason why I think a lot of these UFO sightings and stuff are bullshit is because the media is so bitch. apt to be like, ooh, look, we think we saw a UFO. You know, like the fact that they're like trying to almost put it in front of us at certain times is almost like, all right, maybe this is a false flag. Maybe this is a distraction from something that is alien invasions the shit that they're talking about but ben what's your take on a lot of this stuff i know we started with you but after after we ranted a little bit so so what bob was saying and what you were agreeing with about how you know the mainstream media is so against q like if if he's not real like why bother that's like the really only thing that has has me leaving hope that it's real but i'm so fucking tired of q man like honestly (laughs) you never wear a q guy yeah you you hate q Dude, every I'm other post on my timeline is like, Q, trust the plan. We're, you know, WWWGA, WWFE. 
and like all this stuff, and I'm just, dude. Every time I see it, I'm just like, here's, a, here's what I say all the time. Way. Here's what I say all the time. Stop. I'll say this with sports or with music. Don't hate. Don't hate. Like I'm a Tool fan, but their fucking fans are annoying as shit. Okay, I love the band Tool, but I hate going to concerts because their fans are fucking annoying, and they think just because they listen to Tool that their third eye is open and they're smarter than everybody, and they have you know whatever. And every fucking little piece of fucking music that Tool puts out is like the greatest thing that's ever been put on record. It's annoying as shit. So I don't blame the... T- I don't like Tool any less just because I think their fans are annoying as shit. It's the same thing with QAnon. Some of the people in the QAnon movie, or movement bother the ever-living shit out of me. They have a 24-7 uh, QAnon forum called uh, like the Great Awakening or something like that. And I go on there, and I can't stand on there for more than five minutes before I want to... like fucking throw my television out because they just like live and die with QAnon and it's annoying as shit. But right. Like, you know, that's I'll, 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 I'll look at it and I'll see what people are saying and look at the analysis. But like, let me put nah. it this way, Ben, when Q first started, were you interested and intrigued and did you like it? I was, I was reading it every day. Yeah. Right. And now, now you don't because you're sick of the people online. No, I'm, I'm trying to of, trying to interpret everything that he's saying. Into well, this. yes, yeah. Why don't I, you that's just a good point. why don't that's you just point. focus? Like at the beginning, it was just like praying medic and like two other people who are analyzing Q, right? Yeah. I used now to watch everyone with a fucking keyboard is analyzing Q. So why don't you just stay honed in on the couple people that were there from the beginning? Well, no, I mean it's a good point. That's definitely what brings some of my you know distaste towards it. Is it's just annoyance. But I mean, I see these these posts from Q and stuff, and I I, I feel like it's one of those things. Like, all right, I I, I look at it the same way I, I looked at Alex Jones. I I used to love Alex Jones. I listened to him all the time. You know, I had my political awakening because of Alex Jones, and without him introducing me to Ron Paul and then Trump. You know, I wouldn't have been as politically a- active, but I mean, over the last years, he's you know become sensationalistic and you know less experts on more opinion and more you know so, so that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it now. Like when it first came out, I was really interested. There was a lot of things where I was like, okay, you know, that's interesting. And I've seen some things where I remembered reading it on a Q post and something happened, but then it's kind of like you know Nostradamus. Like if if you make enough predictions over time. You know, in a thousand years, whatever you said is going to happen. You know, so that that's kind of the way I feel about a lot of things, and I just hate how cryptic it is. I think it's completely unnecessary, and it just, you know, I, I know Bob loves that aspect of it, how it's kind of like you know a puzzle, and you got to figure out what he's saying. But my whole thing is just fucking say it, like it, like if if you're putting this stuff out there where and you know some random teenager on a forum can you know and de- decode what you're saying you don't think that the people you're trying to hide the truth from will understand it like if you're going to say it just fucking say it that's wow. the way i feel and i just feel like it's you know th- there's just i i don't know if i agree with that hold on don't because- they use coding to protect themselves in case something comes out and they could say well i never said that isn't it well, more protection? Yeah, you're talking about the Hatch Act, well, which which prevents people no, from being you know, close to the, the presidency from being involved in anything like right. politically related or anything. There's multiple reasons why why it could be encrypted. Um, you know, wait, wait, uh, but before you go, before yeah. before you start, 
the the point of you saying it could be in, like there's r- multiple reasons why it could be encrypted that's just another part of the encryption right like like that's that's just being more cryptic like you have to be cryptic about why he's being cryptic and, and that whole part of it is, it just loses me so what if and bob i know you got you're the authority on this so let me just kick my two cents in before i forget it ben why is why is epstein so popular right now why is he popular right now why two months ago when we were talking about him did no one know who the fuck he was and now everyone does? Because he he just died? No. No one would have known that. It wasn't all over the news. I don't know. It, it's hard to say because I've known about it for years. You know, I know. You know why Q. my cousin knows about it. Or my, my neighbor upstairs, you know, random. Why does your mom know about it? Why does the girl on my Instagram know about it? Uh, because Epstein didn't kill himself. Right. And I don't That's think why they know about it. So Q. hear me out. The reason why everyone knows about Epstein right now and the reason why my Instagram stories and Twitter comments get traction from people who would never have listened before is because of the memes. So the meme made it cool. The meme made it fun. The meme made it interesting. The meme brought in the fucking millennial. Oh, I like anything that's like Baby Yoda or fucking anything that everyone else is doing. Give me a White Claw jewel and let's meme Epstein. Like, that's all them, right? So... They were smart. It's like, let's spread this information and sneak it into the public mainstream, and now they can't stop it. Q would have just been some dude on a fucking message board back in the day, but if you make it a game and you make it encrypted, and you know that the guy, whoever, her person or team or whatever it is that is Q doesn't know everything that's going to happen, doesn't know all the stuff, they're maybe two degrees away but they got some ideas. It's kind of like a DFS play, right? I don't need to be right on all my plays. But if I nail a couple one percenters a few weeks in a row, people are going to you know, go, wow, this fucking kid knows what the fuck he's doing, right? So, yeah, Nostradamus didn't know every single thing that was going to happen. But he predicted enough shit that he's fucking still famous now. Q doesn't know every single thing that's going to happen. So if you make some, some stuff's very obvious, I think we could agree on that, right? There's certain stuff that's in there that it's like you can't read this any other way. Then there's like the white rabbit trails down Alice in Wonderland. But what happens every time Q posts? It becomes like Saw, the movie. It becomes this puzzle that all the underground starts digging and searching and going. And, and it spreads and it becomes this big, what did Q mean? Did Q mean this? So now instead of it just being here, post on a message board, here's news, on to the next thing tomorrow. Now you have everyone playing this game and this big window. Why do you think the anonymous people wear masks and hide their voices? Like... They don't need to wear the mask. They can blur their face. But the mask makes it cool. The mask makes it viral for anonymous. We are anonymous. Like, that shit needs to be done to spread it through the public. So I think that cryptic messaging is a necessity to have spread Q as big as Q is right now. Yeah, and the other thing is the, be- it, it the greatest be. form it of just teaching is, is questioning, is, is to ask questions, to have an open engagement through you know with your students or with you know whoever's trying to listen to you rather than just... The lowest form of educating is just, you know, to dictate, right? Because there's no engagement. If you dictate, you're not going to get as much engagement. If you involve the class in your sermon, in your lesson, then you're going to get a higher level of engagement. And kind of tip or piggybacking on your, your meme thing, one of the one of the major things that, that the QAnon army or whatever you want to call it did was they harvested memes and they used memes as like atomic bombs that they would drop at specific times in order to get information out there. Because we've talked about memetic warfare and how important it is, and I don't know where this Epstein meme came for or some of these other memes, but they hit, man, and they hit quick. 
they hit hard, and they're like information atomic bombs. And so that's why, like, a lot of these, uh, you know, anybody that's in charge of, you know, authoritative information wants to get rid of these people because it's obviously spreading, right? The message is spreading. Whether or not you, like, people who don't even know who QAnon is have has gotten information because of QAnon, if that makes sense. So, like, our Uncle Danny's probably never heard of QAnon, but I guarantee you he's gotten a ton of information from people who follow people like QAnon, right? Right. If that makes yep. sense. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And, yeah, and, I mean, and Ben, you know the easiest way, like if you know, you know a lot of shit, right? But you don't know all the shit. But you want to be the information source. You don't want to put yourself in a position you could ever be wrong. We live in the DFS industry, right? One of the things me and you pride ourselves on is putting our name on the line. And if my bet loses, I own it. If my play loses, I own it. If my play hits, I'm going to do a victory lap. Like, but most of the people in this industry, Ben, these shady fucking nerds, Mm-hmm. hide behind their picks right well i didn't say to fade them i had eight percent of them i just said i was going to underexpose to them right so they're never wrong so i think q the one thing that, that i will side with you on ben q does have that dfs tout mentality where it's like well i wasn't wrong it just you interpreted it wrong you know right yeah and and i agree and i think uh, you guys made a great point, um, specifically Bobby on this one about ah, come on. I want the people, the, one the people who are following him. And I don't want to. I'm not like attacking the people, but I, I that's part of the annoyance. <laughs> I well, I mean, yeah. it, it depends. But like, you know, not everything is a part of the plan. And and like, I love the meme of the storm is coming and all that because I I do believe in that. But a, a lot of it is, you know, if you make, you know. 50 predictions a day, you know, multiple times a day, eventually some things are going to turn up, you know, similar to what you said. And then someone's going to dig up something from, you know, two years ago. And well, Q said the and Trump said the so the trust the plan. I mean, listen, like there, there are definitely, you know, at first I was, I was very into it and very, first I was afraid. I was petrified. (laughs) It's, you know, it's, 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 I, it's just yeah, I agree. No. And like going back to like There's my reference, like to tool, right? Much. So people will overanalyze tools like songs and lyrics and say, oh, it means this. It's deeper meaning. No, he's really just talking about like a hooker or he's just talking about fucking a girl. Yeah, like yeah. It, it doesn't right. have deeper meaning. You're overanalyzing this shit. So some of the people, I think, overanalyze it a little bit. But, you know, um, the way I look at it is like this. Like, and, and if people don't think shit's happening, it's happening. That you cannot just like the art of war you cannot you know it's like you cannot be direct and disclose like your your methodology of uh, of attacking your enemy you have to make it make them go left when you're really going right and um perfect example so in world war ii the nazis had this uh this cryptic thing uh like i don't know what you call it device called uh, enigma that they would send cryptic messages to uh generals you know for specific battles or invasions or things like that and and you know in, in the united kingdom they were trying to they had like the greatest mathematicians and scientists they they got they got a hold of enigma and they were trying to uh break the code so they could you know stop invasions stop you know certain things from happening so once they once they finally broke the code okay the the first initial reaction is to do what is to just like okay Let's stop all this from happening. Let's, let's, you know, there's an attack coming at 2 o'clock in the morning on this ship. Let's get there. 
But the problem is this. If they had stopped that first initial attack right there, then the Germans would have known that they had cracked the code, and they would have, you know, uh, how to explain this, implemented a new code, and then they would have to start all over again, right? So part of the coup with, with the Allies was they had to be discreet and how they and they had to pick and choose which places they were going to, um, you know, to to stop or prevent, which was kind of like a, uh, it's kind of a catch twenty two because you know that some people are going to have to be sacrificed. I, I'll give you a perfect example. Here's here's an easier example for it. If you went through your girlfriend's phone or something like that, right? Like if you if you fucking cracked into her phone and found messages and you know things that you can't know other unless you went into that phone. It's frustrating for a boyfriend in that situation because you know the bitch is cheating. You know she's fucking doing this. You know she's lying to you, but you can't tell her how you know or else she's going to know you got in her phone. Right. And then right? what she can do, she's so going to change the password like, on her phone. So you have to discreetly – right, exactly. And then you can't ever get right. in the phone again. So she's gonna, you got to discreetly like let things out little by little. you got to time them appropriately, and you got to speak in code. Right. You know? Am like, I making sense? You know, like if, yes. I'm like I mean, uh, no. I think <laughs> I, I think I – I think I murdered the analogy, and no, you kind of flopped Bobby, on it. My but, brain you know, is like Bobby, another. I'm sure the listeners. I'm sure the listeners disagree, but I knew exactly okay, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, true. You the, don't want the best example things. for me of why I'm. Annoyed. And then let's get off. Let's get off cue after this comment. I go agree. finish up. So, I just the best example for me of why I just get annoyed by how cryptic it is. is eh, it's just, because you you don't believe in stuff. No, I believe in a lot of things, <laughs> but like when you have you know the the letters CIA and you put an underscore for the letter I, it's like, come on, just stop it. We, you know, you don't have to be masking the I. I don't know, man. I don't know. I disagree with that. I used to wear yellow and green mismatched socks when I was playing softball and baseball and Kurt could verify in high school. I was always the most fucking doctored up, divot up one on the field. Why? Like a Crayola crayon box. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Why? Ego. The most ego, you know, Q's a fucking egomaniac. Why not do it just to fuck with people? He probably gets so off on Trump. it. Like you know, <laughs> the, 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 Q is pretty much the good guy version of a serial killer, right? Like, I, I guarantee you, they have the same mindset. Yeah, Dexter and Q have the same mind. So why would you not get off on fucking? Hey, let's make this little fucking deal. Let's just throw this here and then just see if everyone else is going to start writing CIA as C underscore A. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that comes with that. There's an ego yeah, they call side them clowns in America. And then, here's the other yeah. thing. They don't even Dude. refer to McCain by name. He calls him no name. So, yeah. Right. Like, that's a, he gets off on that. You think when you yeah. see the whole country calling McCain no name and stuff like that? Of course. Yeah. Uh, well, Bod, you had a – what did you want to do? You, you well, want to play speak, some game or something? All, you haven't spoken like an hour. I, Wait, while we're saying I, shout out to Tom with that tweet on that Will Smith find. Bob, did you see that tweet? <laughs> Which one about him covering the left eye? Yeah. Bro, what a find. That was a good one. Are you like that? Can you walk us through how you found that? Yeah, so uh, so that was a video of Will Smith uh, doing yeah. the uh, Illuminati yeah. eye. Yeah. How'd you yeah. come across uh, it, though? I mean, that's amazing. You got like 200 likes and... Yeah, it went over well. Larry Johnson was tweeting about it. You know, Jenna Jameson, I'm sure, was involved. Jenna Jameson, I think, liked it. Yeah, it was. uh, It was good. It was good. It was uh, a lot of research, a lot of work. You know, (laughs) hours of research, hours, hours of research, and uh, and and I stumbled across it. I mean, listen, regardless of where I may have gotten that piece of information from, whether or not it was from someone on this (laughs) podcast, which right. I doubt it was because but I know Bobby and Ben didn't send it out. to me. 
And if Bobby and Ben didn't send it to me, then it's really it. But (laughs) if hypothetically it was from Uh someone else, I think my multi-pictured drawing to Mm -hmm. elaborate what was happening was something that just took that thing to a level that wouldn't have been capable of the deliverer of the information to bring it to. So um, whoever it was should be thankful. Uh And I masterfully sculpted that beautiful tweet about Will Smith being a fucking uh, Satan worshiper and using the Illuminati eye signal. God, I just wanted to clear that up because I was so yeah, impressed yeah. by it. Even yeah. if it was you, which, I no, mean, obviously yeah, it wasn't. I get it. Obviously. I was tagged on was. the photo. But, Let's yeah. say hypothetically yeah, but if it, was. it was the bot. Where would the bot it's have a big found that? Where would the bot have? Well, I'll tell you yeah. exactly where the bot would have found it. When I'm putting the kids to bed and I lay in bed, sometimes I just scroll through YouTube watching random shit. And Will Smith has very high-quality videos, and I like that high-quality video setup. In HD. So I would have been watching it, and about three minutes in, I would have saw that, which is weird because I don't usually spot those things. So even why, Bob why was like, that's, well, that's why probably why you, you didn't. spot it now, but you might not have spotted it in the past? I don't know. It was Bob, really uh, weird. It was yeah. just... No, I don't know if it's even like that now what we do. I think it's more of it was no, just No, no, no. So... We Bobby. Bobby basically trained you. Okay. Well, it's it just really weird, weird how he was Kurt's doing. Kurt's going around looking at Will Smith. <laughs> he likes the yeah. HD I do Will enjoy Smith. a good Will Smith Makes video. That, is that Kissing his kid all, yeah. like on the lips. Like. Dude, that's a whole other thing, Will Smith, dude. We're going to have that's to have a, a whole Brady show about Will too. Smith and Will Farrell. Never name your kid Will. No. Tom like, Brady, too, does it. Or let him be what? a lefty. Tom Brady kisses his son on the lips, too. Oh, yeah, dude. dude Brady, Will Smith. These guys are fucking... Ugh, dude, like, and it's not just like normal kiss your son in the mouth. Like It's like... Embarrass the shit out of your fourteen-year-old son and make out with him in front of people. Like it's fucking weird as shit. But uh, all right, Bod, your game. What was your What was your game? We don't even so know what, what your we game could is. do during the during these shows is sprinkle this in every now and then. Since Tom and Bob are batshit crazy and believe mm-hmm. every conspiracy, it's hard to say like a random object that they don't believe is a conspiracy. Is so what awesome. we want to do is I'm going to pick random things each week, whatever's popping in pop culture. And we'll get Ben's take first on what percentage he is believing there's a conspiracy surrounding that item or thing. And then Bob and Tom will have one minute to convince <laughs> Ben that it's a conspiracy. <laughs> and we have to so, say, all right, so you're going to. So I'm you're just going to say name something. something you have to, you're going to ask Ben <laughs> and if Ben's he thinks give there's a conspiracy percentage. surrounding it. Yeah. And then me and Bob. What if we. Do we make one up if we don't think there is one? You can say whatever you want. All you have to do so say I can me and Bob could find a conspiracy yes. in anything. Right. So if I say shoelaces, so, yeah, I'm sure you'll it. say the government started it so people would hang themselves. Right. But right. I'll say yeah. like shoelaces, Ben will be like zero percent chance there's a conspiracy around it. You two okay. will have a right. minute to convince I got ben it. I know how it works. I'm ready. Can we talk we'll about what the example yeah. in the text was? <laughs> Hold on. Go. Go, Kurt. You wanna start? Yeah. So we're gonna start Ben. Is there a conspiracy surrounding Baby Yoda? What's your percentage? Just Baby Yoda in just, general? Just Baby Yoda baby meme Yoda. that's going around, you mean? Baby Yoda. The virality of Baby Yoda. Yeah. The virality okay. of Baby Yoda. Kurt, virality um, means like going viral. Zero? Zero. Okay. Oh Tom and Bob, you have Jesus one Christ, minute ben. to get Bob, Ben you to hit at least first? 1%. Ready? Go. Hold on, Bob. You want to hit it first Golly, for me? Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> sure. Go I'll ahead. All right. All right. Go. I was on the uh, daily testicle.com yesterday and there was an article about baby Yoda <laughs> as far as, uh, so they, they want to get, it's part of the whole normalization of, of pedophilia, right? Like instead of having like, you want Yoda in his like more pure state. And, uh, so 
I don't know, dude. That's all I got. <laughs> like, I don't really. Fucking, <laughs> I, don't. I mean, I think you could definitely tie it to the whole pedophilia thing that's going on with people being in love with this little person. And I'd have to watch um, Star Wars to fully understand. I don't watch Star I think Wars. Me and Bobby. Fucking. Yeah, but when we watch the Baby Yoda in the Star Wars, I'm sure we'll be able to come up with one very quickly. But I would immediately tie it to uh, people being in love with a little person, which represents children and pedophilia. Yeah, Bob is actually right, because when I was going through Twitter, I saw someone talking about how Baby Yoda is tied to pedophilia. There you go, dude. Ben, is your percentage any higher? There you go. go. I don't have to look this shit up anymore, man. It's just bam, (laughs) boom. Yeah. So why don't okay, we do so, what we did on threats? So let's do the next one. Ben, are wait, you wait, ready? So Hold on. Don't we have to now re-ask Ben if he moved? Ben, are you still at 0% or did they convince you to go up? So I'm going to put myself now at 30%. What? Whoa! Whoa! Hey, you guys are good. And it's because of none of you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so do a quick Google search. What happened? No, no. So as you were speaking, I was just thinking about it of like what a conspiracy around it could be. And I think the introduction of a baby Yoda is for merchandising and now everything is going to be about baby yoda buying baby yoda stuff it's going to be the new like hello kitty there's going to be little asian girls all over the place buying backpacks with baby yoda on it so i i think it was you know made so everyone would know this is cute everyone already loves yoda and this is going to sell billions of dollars worth of yeah it is you can't you got you can reserve stuff but you're not getting it for months it's it's impossible to get. I already. think it's it's the uh, it's the uh, implementation of the aliens too. I think we could tie to that too. Okay, <laughs> let's go. So um, I convinced myself. All right, okay, now good. Bob, th- uh, Ben, this was might really sound us. a little. It's really us. We led you to the. Uh, However, he gets there. Right, we got him there. So Ben, the next one, underwear. What percentage do you believe there's a conspiracy <laughs> surrounding underwear? There's underwear. Cons- tidy conspiracy around underwear. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> let, let, let's let's uh, bump it up a notch. I'll go with 5%. 5%. All what right, would Tom you, and oh, Bob. Should we ask him what his percent is? I don't know, man. It's pretty racist that they call it tidy whities and not tidy blackies. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Tom and Bob. Uh, underwear became all right. All right. Go, Bob. You You're want me to lead clock. or you want to well, lead? I, I could think of two things right off the bat, so... First of all, you have what? a very constricting elastic band, you know, around the waistline, right? Which is very constricting on the gut, which could cause all types of irritable bowel disease. And the gut is the gateway to the brain because there's a brain-gut connection, right? So if you're if you're constricting the gut, then you're also constricting the brain. And the second thing is that the tidy whities keep your sack really tight, and I guarantee you that it has something to do with, uh, like, lowering your sperm count to make you less fertile. That's where I'm going to go. That's where I'm going to go. Researchers have found that men who wear boxers had a 14% lower level of uh, follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH. So, therefore, the tidy whities as they were created, were invented to lower our sperm count, keep our junk tight, and it's a form of population control. All right. Mm. Now, Ben, do you believe tidy whities were invented to control the population and dumb down society? Oh, okay. I like it. I I like the argument of the population (laughs) control. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to bump this up to – I'll give it a good 15. All right. right. um, Two in a row. I I think one of the revelations from this conversation is that 
I think Bobby has a lot of gut problems because he wears his tighty whities too tight. There you go. <laughs> Amongst <laughs> other things. <laughs> do you want to do a yeah, few Yeah, no, more? I, I think that's a legitimate conspiratorial argument. It's not enough to bump me over the, you know, the 50% right, as long as it or anything gets like you that. Up. But population control, I think there are definitely a lot of everyday things that contribute to population control that people would well, I mean, so listen, owns. we know AIDS and all those diseases were pretty much man-made, so, yeah. Underwear. Well, uh, Sneak it in. B- bisphenol A is also uh, contributed to um, the, the lowering of sperm count and the changing of hormones in, in males to... Um, to um, you know, there, there has been studies. I don't know what it, if it came out or not that uh, underwire bras lead to breast cancer. Mm. That's another thing, too. So if you have bras leading to breast cancer and you have underwear leaving to lower sperm counts, then bear, there's all the undergarments that we've been trained. Yeah, I mean, even look, dude, just uh, look at, like, all tribal societies or even, like, the Romans, dude. They, dude, they let those balls hang out, too. Let them thang swang, dog. Let them thang swang. Expected. Okay. All right, yeah, Kurt, next one. That was a good one. All right, Ben, you ready? Mm-hmm. Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, bro. There we what go. Percentage? Now, now we're in the wheelhouse. What, you two calm so, down. Now, now we got a softball. Are we doing just Popeyes, or are we talking about the the Popeyes? They might versus... sell you. Is there is there a conspiracy theory surrounding Popeyes yes. on any level? Popeyes chicken sandwich. Popeyes chicken sandwich. I mean, I mean, uh, con- conspiracy. not if one exists. Do you I believe mean, in one? You were five percent no. on underwear. So. I, I have. <laughs> you were five percent on higher than five percent. <laughs> I I have no reason to believe there is any conspiracy <laughs> regarding. Popeye's chicken oh, this is sandwich. Gonna be good. So okay. you are at 0% on Popeye's chicken sandwich and 5% on underwear. <laughs> well, now well, the, 15 the way on he underwear. asked it, right? So <laughs> right. I, I, I'm sure we could come up with a more defined way well, that's, of approaching no, no, no. this. Hey, let's not but change the game. he asked right. it, are, are there any conspiracies that I believe in? And I don't know of any, so I'd have to say zero. All right. Um, Tom um, and Bob, are you ready? But I believe that there could be something. So I, I could put it at... Five percent that there is something the out there. But I know Bobby's salivating know with this, and since he's smarter with me and Bob, better, you talk to me, kid. Dude, got got big ch- I know Bobby loves Chick Fil A, right, I've been Bob? Free chicken sandwiches the last three. Oh, are you doing it? <laughs> yeah, because it's not happening. Yeah, I've been getting free straight. chicken sandwiches. I think there's a ninety-nine percent chance she will never hear this podcast, so I will just come. Oh, right all right. I didn't think we were going to air this. All right. Do you, want, do you, want, you might as well go well, now. First, let's just talk right. conspiracy, and then we'll, we'll go to my... Uh, yeah, no, let's, let's put a fucking bookmark on that. That's I've already said this. All right, so let me go first, yeah. since you have the fucking... You're going to mic drop on it. So I'm just going to say that Popeye's chicken is 100% the same as my white claw theory, the same as my jewel theory. Whenever you see a fucking something that's been nothing... We've had these stupid little vape pens forever, and they were never popular, and jewel all of a sudden takes over the world. We've had fucking soda carbonated fucking summer drinks forever and White Claw takes over the fucking world in three minutes and then you have one of the shittiest, most garbage, bankrupt food chains in America, Popeyes, which you can't even find, like finding a blockbuster nowadays, all of a sudden creates the greatest chicken sandwich in the history of the world. Something's up. The devil is at work. Something is up. They are using these things just like the White Claw and the Jewel, and when the competitor is Chick-fil-A, which just went through some big shit over the last year, being associated with a Christian organization and tied to God and family and Christianity, Popeye's is the devil's chicken, and they were trying to shut down 
Chick-fil-A. And I think Bobby was the first one to tell me that. Yeah, but I want to say it for him Bob's because thunder. I'm not going to have anything to say when he's done. Oh, it's, it's a, right, Bob, go ahead. Uh, that's what I, you know, I said last week, that, that Chick-fil-A is God's chicken. And just like they're trying to take God out of everything else, now they're trying to take it out of our food source. So why not, like you said, get some kind of failing business and then you know, create like a scarcity, like, hey, let's give it to them and let's 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 take it away. And then let's say there's a craze about it. And then let's put all this controversy in Chick-fil-A because they're a Christian run organization. Right. So naturally, you create some kind of artificial demand for Popeye's chicken. It's kind of like uh, the whole Bible theory, you know, when they're worshiping the golden calf. Right. When Moses comes down from the mountain and and they're worshiping the golden calf instead of God. So Popeye's chicken is like the golden calf of chickens. Of, of chicken sandwiches and we got to put a stop to it you know but okay. like kind of ben said ben. when oh, he passes Jesus. by chick-fil-a like when there's a popeyes across the street right chick-fil-a is always crowded and popeyes is empty so that just shows that good overcomes evil god overcomes satan so we're good our world is in a really healthy state of mind right now if as long as we continue to eat chick-fil-a and don't consume the devil's godless nihilistic sandwich known as popeyes all right, thank you, Bob. Yeah. Ben, where are you at? Uh, I'm down to one percent. <laughs> <laughs> you actually lost Ben. <laughs> ben, you uh, know about the Chick Fil A drama I, that's been going on for the last I, year, where the the fucking snowflakes yeah, have been trying to shut down Chick Fil A. I do, I do, and, and you don't why... think it's odd that fucking Popeye's Chicken, which it's was a bankrupt marketing. company which had not going nowhere, fucking popped out the best chicken sandwich ever and went directly at the throat. Of the Christian-loving Chick-fil-A, as all of social media was also going at Chick-fil-A. You don't well, think there's no. anything there? Well, no, because their sandwich sucks compared to Chick-fil-A. But Exactly! That's what makes it more believable. That it's not no, even good. It's not I even great. Really, I wish that Chick-fil-A was the topic of the conspiracy, because I'd be up at 30% there. Go mm. on. Chick-fil-A. I've never driven by a Chick-fil-A without... There being lines around the fucking block. Double, they have, the one by me, they have two lines and they have people that walk around to each car taking your order because they don't want to wait to get up to the, the register. I think that there has got to be some kind of crack in those pickles or something like that. I want Chick fil A right now. The, the popularity of Chick-fil-A, especially since they're closed every Sunday, I think is absolutely insane. And when, you know, talking about Popeye's, I think that it's reasonable to say that Popeye's was just trying to join the crowd because they realize how popular it is, um, as well as McDonald's and Burger King. A lot of their franchisees are complaining to, you know, the, the corporate overlords that they want a, a Chick-fil-A styles chicken sandwich. So I think Chick-fil-A there, there is something going on there, and I think that they are, you know, they're so hardcore Christian and everything. I think if you were going to have a conspiracy no. about good versus evil, I think it would be Chick Fil A um, using As drugs in their food. Yeah, using no, you're wrong. God and Christianity to exploit the people who are most devoted and put crap inside of their body. You know what? That's I don't think not, that's dead. That's actually, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's bad, but to discredit the fact that the government and the fucking left is going to fucking create their own Chick-fil-A <laughs> to take down Chick-fil-A, just like the devil would create something to take down the church. 
that like you can't like that's so obvious to me obviously because no, like you said ben the chicken sandwich no, but, isn't but, even but, as good but, as a chick-fil-a sandwich but, so why is it so popular if, if popeyes had the ability to do something like that they would have done it in the last 20 years when you saw their fucking business going under because they couldn't fucking do yeah, why be relevant didn't they have ever. a chicken sandwich prior to these last few months what's that where did this chicken sandwich come from? Didn't Popeye's always have it a chicken too sandwich? Fast. It, it was, it was chick, a fucking It's Chick-fil-A, fast. man. I'm, this fucking so game's got when, out of when hand. You, when you think about that, right? Like, so what, what I was just saying about them, you know, kind of use, using God against the people devoted to it and, and putting trash into people's bodies that are devoted to it. Um, like Bob. Yeah. But, but then you got to also think about things like, um, you know, they just announced that they're uh, stopping right. donations to like so, some Christian organizations uh-huh. and they were donating to leftist organizations that just came out. So you're starting to see a little bit of a flip there and people that were hardcore Chick-fil-A supporters are starting to say, fuck Chick-fil-A. We thought they you know had why? our back. They're, you know, they're donating to leftist organizations. So you know there's, there's, there's some change in the you tides know why? there. Huh? You, you know when that all started happening? Right what? after the Popeye's chicken sandwich got big. I, 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 to, to Ben's credit, I, I see what you're saying. So, like, remember what they did with Roseanne? They gave her a show, right? And then it became really popular. It became number one, and everybody's supporting Roseanne. Then, boom, they dropped that bombshell on her after that tweet and just take her out of the show and keep the show going, right? So they let her get all this popularity and fame and everything. Right. And then they just, boom, they just canceled the shit. Build them up to ruin them. So right. I'm 100% now. Bob, tell us your Chick Fil A story. Uh, I uh, so because we've 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 talked about this numerous times. I'm actually very upset. I think I had a poll out. like three weeks ago, and I asked you guys this too. Like, like how long would you date a girl or bang her for for free chicken sandwiches? So, like, let's say she's uh, and I know it depends on like looks and everything, but like, let's just say she's a seven. All right, she's pretty. She's, pretty. she's kind of cute. I saw her. She's, she's very cute. Okay, very and bang. every time you go in there, you get a free chicken. Actually, I get two. I think you were getting multiple chicken sandwiches. I've Bob. been getting two a day for the last three weeks, every day. And I told you, you wanted some fries, and I tried to tell you how to get the fries. Remember? I don't. Remember. Yeah, how, how do you get the fries? Bob was like, "I'm just going in there and getting getting chicken sandwiches, and I want some fries. How do you, how do I ask for fries? I'm like, bro, this girl's in love with you. She she wants you to come up. Like when you don't go get Chick Fil A, she fucking texts you like, where are you? Why aren't you coming to get Chick Fil A? I'm like, so you just get on the phone with her one day, and you're like. Oh, you know, you just pretend like you have a weird random question like, hey, you work at Chick-fil-A. I'm in a debate with my friend. Which fries are better, McDonald's or Chick-fil-A? And she's going to go, McDonald's. And then you're going to go, oh, no way, Chick-fil-A. I said Chick-fil-A. I can't believe I lost this fake debate I'm having with no one. Chick-fil-A is my favorite. I can't believe you turned on your restaurant. She'll go, you really like the fries that much? And guess what? When you show up at Chick-fil-A, she's going to give you a fucking basket of fries with those two chicken sandwiches forever. And you never needed to ask for it. You disguised it in the debate. And that's why I get more pussy than all of you. I'd be like, uh, man, you know, I was talking to my friends about fries, and I said, there's no way Chick-fil-A's fries are better than McDonald's. McDonald's are the best. And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, let's prove it. Wouldn't she? Bob. Bob, if Martha Stewart comes in your house and cooks you fucking dinner like I just did right. for you, don't fucking start throwing salt and pepper all over it and fucking it up, okay. all right? Just eat what I fed you. That's it. I'm a master coxman. So, all right, so I actually did the math on this. It's twelve. Basically, I'm getting $12 worth of free food a day. You know, Who did the math for you? You did. 
I factored it out for you. I said, well, look at this, Bob. It's a math equation. You're getting $12 a day. Let's say you go there five days a week. You're looking at five times 12, 60 bucks times four weeks, 240 times 12 months. You're looking at 2,400 plus, you know, whatever. You're talking about 2,500, Yeah, you're looking at almost three grand of food to fuck a girl that's fucking cute. Like, what is that worth to you? Well, you got to factor in a lot of stuff. Like, at some point, is she going to be like, you know... You're just using me for my chicken sandwiches. They're like, we don't do this anymore. All we do is go to Chick-fil-A. Let's go get sushi. Let's go get sushi tonight. I'm like, nah. Well, I mean, that's why you got to give her that good, that good D, bro. <laughs> you give her that good D, she can, get, she can complain all she wants. You step away for a week. So She'll my right question back. is, how it's long do sandwiches. I keep it going for? Because at some point, like, we're going to have to start like being exclusive. Listen, You go exclusive Bob, with somebody pe- you don't really care about for free food. What do you mean at some it's point? A- what do you think this is? You Listen. have to? You're obligated? Obligated to what? You're obligated to get exclusive with her just because she's giving you Well, I mean, chicken? at some point... <laughs> bro, you know the conversation's gonna come up. You know the conversation's gonna come up. I just gotta prepare myself. You just have an answer ready. Ready? Tommy, Tommy Listen, you know what the answer one of the things you gotta understand, man. Bob's a good kid. Like, we all got a little Satan in us. Bob's really, like, a good kid. Like, he's a really good kid. You know, everyone thinks he's insane, but so if Bob's sleeping with someone, like Bob's not a fucking man whore running around banging a different girl every night. So if Bob's sleeping with someone for a while, he starts, I guarantee you Bob feels bad. Like I'll just straight ghost someone and have no <laughs> remorse. Like Bob will, like, he's got to be involved. And if he has sex with her for a couple months and she's going to catch feelings because he's a good kid, she's going to want to date him. And then he's going to come to that road. So I said, you just fucking, you know, run it till the pickles fall off. <laughs> Bro, I, it takes me so long to get rid of women. It takes me like like months. No, it takes me like fucking like ten minutes. Like, like, <laughs> so, that's but, why. I like. Oh man, Bobby Her. just Bobby just gave out the tools to date him. All you gotta do is just hand him some free chicken and ask him out. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a homeless guy under a. You plate. got them chicken fingers, Kurt. Next, right? Uh, let's get a little festive on this next one. Ben, are you ready? Yes. Ben, is there any type of conspiracy surrounding Elf on a Shelf? Ooh. What is Elf on a Shelf? God damn it, Ben. I forgot Ben. <laughs> <laughs> You're so in his announcer role and he broke the God damn it, Ben. <laughs> oh, he did it again. Uh, oh, that was good. Um, explain what it is to me, and I'll answer. Thing? What is it, Carl? You got kids. What That's where you uh, those little elves you hide while your kids are sleeping. Then every morning they wake up and look for the elf. The elf goes back to Santa Christmas Eve and oh, tells God. them if you're naughty or nice, Fucking brings layup. the present. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do I have to dignify this with an answer? Uh, yes, it's part of the answer. <laughs> um. Uh, zero. Okay, zero. Tom I, and Bob, you got a tough ben. one ahead of you. Tom, Tom, you, you, you got to give me, you got to give me something. I mean, come on, like we're talking about hiding a fucking evil demon. <laughs> He's not evil. A fucking no elf. Said evil. Like, dude, elves are fucking weird and they're evil, dude. They're fucking crazy looking. Like you're hiding a fucking Fantasia fucking false idol. Hey, listen. In, your- in my experience, elf make, elves make cookies and toys. What's evil about that? Elves are fucking scary. You ever see the evil elves? You ever watch the fucking right horror movies? There's a lot of evil elves out there, too. But the bottom line, all of Santa's even fucked up. Like, making kids believe, like, all of that is fucked up. I think it's all brainwashing and mind control when they're little because you're, you're, you're convincing it's the only thing 
that parents just 100% blatantly fucking lie to their kids about, which can literally, it's fucking stupid. Like, it's to break up family. Whoever created this because it's not mommy and daddy who gave you the gifts who love you. It's this no, you fucking know. fat man in the sky or this fucking elf on a goddamn shelf. And no, I think it's all bad. I don't think Santa should exist. I think it should be the parents who gave the gifts. I don't think yeah, I need these kids fucking believing that there's this fucking fat dude flying around in the sky. Because once they realize Santa Claus is a myth, then they're going to not believe all the other shit that we try to make them believe because now they're jaded and scarred because of Santa Claus. Tom, so now people don't listen right. to this podcast because they're jaded by Santa Claus. Well, okay, you might be though. right that the, the elf on the shelf is built to break up the family because yes, every time to break I forget up the family, to move it, okay, my wife gets mad. And it's built to, to destroy trust yes. in families. Santa the Claus and the elf on the shelf is built so that by the, the age of eight, your child doesn't trust you anymore. Yes. Break up the family. Okay. okay. I'm, going, okay. I'm going with break up the family. And uh, that's I'm sticking to it, Bob. All right, I got you. Okay, that that's that's the Ooh. that's the first first one. Um, let's see. What you got, Bob. Okay, Bob, so I just did a quick wiki search, and it says Elf on the Shelf explains that Scout elves get their magic by being named or loved by a child. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then it tells how the magic might disappear if the Scout elf yeah, you can't is touched. Touch it. Okay. Yeah, you can't touch it. If I get near it, my kids yell at me. So it causes a lot of anger in the household, the elf. Really? Yeah. I feel like you like should. If I go you near it, the kids the like, and, it, and it makes you wander away from your parents to go find the thing you need mm. to find. Like like children going to the free candy van. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I I'm gonna combine the the two topics that you guys brought up, the two conspiracies, and I'm gonna give. Ten percent to Tommy's and five percent to Bob. So I'm gonna bump mine up to fifteen percent. Wow, you got it, guys. Again. I gotta tell you, the, these arguments have not been extremely convincing for what? me today. They got you to hey, go I'm, up. I'm happy I'm we're moving you at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kurt's yeah. giving us shit that we've never heard of. Like, wow, just, everyone's like, heard of like underwear. Like, <laughs> underwear. <laughs> if we can I, move you five percent in fucking sixty seconds, that's not bad right. for like. I think. Fucking, I think the toilet to be, bowl seat. I think it needs to be like the way that we, we did it in the first couple episodes where oh you mentioned God. what a possible Next conspiracy week. is, and then you got to convince me yes okay. or no. Okay, perfect, uh, perfect segue here, Ben. We're going to end it on this. Ben, I want you to give me your percentage. Uh, Epstein did kill himself. What percentage are you? And then Tom and Bob, you have to convince Ben that Epstein did kill himself. Mm. Oh, my God. This is... <laughs> this is like what defense lawyers do when they try to figure out what the prosecution is. Yeah, you got to reverse engineer the case. Oh, okay. I like it. I like that. All right. So Epstein did kill yes, himself. did kill him. What percentage are you? Hmm. All right. So I'm going to throw math out of the window, and I'm going to say that Epstein didn't kill himself at 99%, and he did kill himself at 10%. That's mm. a lot of percent. Interesting. It's a okay. lot of percent. I threw math out the window. Now, no, because I, Tom... I truly do believe with all my heart that he didn't kill himself. But I, I, there is definitely a chance that he just was fed up with it all. So, I mean, yeah, I would go like realistically, I'm 99%. For the, but for the sake of this argument, I'll put myself at 10%. He did kill himself. And can you raise me up? Tom and Bob, are you ready? Can you raise that 10%? Well, yeah, it's obvious that he did kill himself. No. It's obvious that he killed himself because if you think about it, Epstein lived a life of luxury, right? He basically had carte blanche to do whatever he wanted, 
right? He's never been in like a small enclosed environment. He has mansions. He can, you know, go to his island. He can fly wherever he wants. And then he gets put in an isolation chamber, right, where he he can't talk to anybody. He can't react to anything. He has no contact with the outside world. However, he still does have connections. So let's say let's say that you know there's nothing inside of his his prison cell that will allow him to hang himself. How easy would it be for him to pay off one person to say, hey, put, bring a fucking noose in here. I'm going to tie around my neck. And I got to end this shit. I can't live like this. If I'm going to jail for the rest of my life, I'd rather be dead. So, I mean, to me, it's it's a clear cut. It's clear cut. <laughs> okay, um, Tom. No. All right, Ben. Did they? No, I can't. I'm, I'm honestly, I, <laughs> will, I will not even entertain the thought or possibility that Epstein, <laughs> like, it's. Literally, like convincing me that that I, you know, don't know you three. Like, no, I can't. I, I'll take the L. All right, I think so. there there could be a good it argument to support the theory that he killed himself. And no, I think there's, it's there's more, none. I think there's it's none. more of a. I could shit on Bob's <laughs> argument right now, but go on. I think I think it's more of a conspiracy theory that he did kill himself. Yeah, right. That is the conspiracy theory. Yeah. That that's more of the conspiracies. So right. I mean, it's there, a fact there definitely, that he didn't, and then it's a conspiracy. There definitely is the case that that Bob made. I think there definitely is the case. You know, he just got tired of it all. He he nope. didn't want to spend the rest of his life in prison, so he I can, was willing the whole, to do it. Yeah, I mean, the the whole thing that makes Bob's argument ridiculous, even though I know he tried very hard, <laughs> is that if you know these blood sucking, androcrine drinking, kitty fucking elites, they believe that they are going to live forever. Right. That is their belief. That is why they do everything they do. They sell their soul to the devil because their afterlife is what they're fearing. They're, they want the best life right. now because they truly believe when they die, they go to fucking Satan. Well, you don't right? want to waste be- selling your soul. So you there want to stay alive as no, long as possible. He already sold his soul. He sold right. his soul decades ago. So you don't want to um, waste it by dying. Exactly. So exactly. there's 0.0% chance a kid fucking blood drinking Satanist <laughs> would kill themselves ever. Zero. It's literally a better chance that fucking the world explodes Bob's right now. Bob's a lizard. So, yeah. so yes, yes. I think I, I can visit. Um, Bob, Bob, yeah, you, did, you did a great job of saying a lot of words there. Um, yeah, he said a lot of words. but the, So the, the, those words that you said were not convincing enough of an argument. So I'm going to move down to 1% Ooh, that he killed lost himself. Lost him again. And 99% that he killed. Good. That was my okay. whole, that was my whole point. All right. So here was here was my favorite tweet of the week, um, and we're going to make this a segment going forward too. We're each going to like say our favorite fucking troll tweet of the week. So uh, Anthony Amico, who's a fellow DFS guy, I guess I don't know who the fuck he is, but supposedly he's somebody was subtweeting me. Uh, didn't have the balls to do it publicly. Uh, sorry, Ant, don't know you. You're probably a great guy, but right now you're a fucking pussy. Um, this was in the middle of your Davis Matic uh, argument that you were going on, Ben, when we were owning uh, owning the left on Twitter together. Um, but he wrote, if you still support Trump as 2019 comes to a close, you are very clearly either dumb, selfish, or just generally bad, mean-spirited person. This is not up for debate. To which I responded, um, wouldn't calling 63 million people you never met names and grouping them into all three terrible baskets as if they aren't individuals and are all the same due to just who they voted for be a form of prejudice isn't doing this dumb selfish and mean-spirited i'll hang up and listen so 
I wanted to talk about this because this is my favorite thing that's going on in social media right now with the left. How they just literally and and I basically have texted you did it with a who did it with bigotry was that you Ben? Yep, me. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, bring up bigotry. I do it with racism all the time. I'm like, what is racism, guys? Since you guys love to call me racist and call everyone who didn't vote for Hillary racist. Racism is a belief that all members of each race possess possess characteristics or abilities specific to that race. Okay? So racism is saying this group, because they're the same color, all does everything exactly the same. Right? And that's racist. So when you left-wing fucking snowflake bitch-ass fucktard cunts say this group take out black skin, import, voted for Trump, are all the same and do everything the same, you're being the thing you're claiming to fight against. It is prejudiced and it is racist, you dumb fucks. Right? And now people go, well, isn't it the same way when the right says it about the left? The right isn't the one online screaming racism and everything. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. It's you guys that are fucking social justice warriors screaming racism, racism, racism that are being the most prejudiced and racist. Mm-hmm. None of us on this podcast ever bring up race on fucking Twitter. So say whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't fucking care. Well, the people it's who you talk people. about race the most are usually the racist. Yes, always. So, Ben, you said the bigot thing. Yeah, so, I mean, this is something that's so prevalent among the left where, you know, they just talk about huge, massive groups of tens of millions of of people and just categorize them as one thing racist or, or whatever it is they say and they don't realize that they are the ones being the bigots right so the the definition of bigot is a person who is intolerant towards those holding different opinions now i'll tell somebody that i disagree with that i think they may be dumb for supporting a certain policy but i'm not gonna be intolerant towards it so I'll definitely argue with people and I'll go against it. But, I mean, if, if you just say that um, a, a wide group of people are, you know, just like bad people in general and not just, you know, have uh, bad policies, then you're being a bigot, right? Like you're, you're talking about all these different people who you have no idea who they are calling them racists or Nazis and, and misogynists, and you've never even spoken to, to a lot of them, like, you're the bigot. You, and let's put not. it this way. The last girl I was dating, pretty serious with, is a Democrat and hates Trump. That shows you everything you need to know right there. All the fights in our relationship were over Trump, and I never brought Trump up. I used to like, stop bringing up Trump. Stop. Stop. I don't want to talk about it. Stop. But they can't stop. Mm-hmm. Like, it, no, it, it caused a fracture in our relationship. And I had a couple of friends who verified it and vouched for it who were like, dude, she can't stop bringing it up. I'm like, dude, I, can't, I don't like that she's a fucking Trump hating liberal, but I like her. So I'll look past it. Like, mm-hmm. believe it or not, all of us on this podcast have family members who are fucking Democrats who, you know, love Hillary, hate Trump, hate conspiracy theories, love the fucking M- mainstream media. And I know from three of us on this fucking podcast, me, Bob, and Kurt, that. We don't hate the family members in our family that hate us. They're just batshit. Right. That's, that's exactly what The left is batshit. <laughs> like, that's exactly uh, what it is. You they can call me names. You. I can call you names. But, like, you guys are like, no. There's girls out there that are like, oh, you voted for Trump? I'm out. Like, 
If if a girl was like, oh, I was if I was like, who'd you vote for? And she was like Hillary, I'd be like, that's ah, stupid, but I'll still fuck right. her. Right. Like, like when, when people asked that Davis kid why he blocked us, he just said, oh, probably they said racist MAGA stuff. Right. Exactly. Race immediately comes out. Yeah. But, yeah, but oh, they only hate like, conspiracies. Man. Hold on, hold on. Kurt was talking. We couldn't hear him. Oh, Go, sorry. Kurt. They only hate conspiracies when it doesn't fit their narrative. They believe right. in all the shit CNN peddles. And oh, if you go to them and say, hey, I have evidence that Trump and Epstein were best friends and Trump's the reason that they'd be like, really, really feed it to me. But wait, can you I know? read a quote real quick? Yes, please do, Kurt. Okay, from Thomas. Can you read Sowell. it louder so we can hear it? Well, the, the audience can hear it. It is usually futile to try to talk facts and analysis to people who are enjoying a sense of moral superiority in their ignorance. Is that Thomas Sowell? It sums it up. Sowell. Yeah. Yeah. It sums wow. it up perfectly. Bobby quotes the fucking person. I, 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 yeah, I did too. I, yeah, I've been there too. Yeah. Did you? I said oh. Sowell. Yeah. Oh, I think so. It well, sums it up perfectly. They'd rather just call everyone racist instead of saying, well, how is someone racist? They'll just say, you're racist. You like Trump. But where's the facts leading to why someone is racist? Oh, they don't have anything. The best was in the middle of the debate with the girl I was just talking about. Um, I dropped the. She was trying to argue politics with me, and I go, all right, time out. Who's the vice president? And I did the thing. Oh, well. yeah. We talked she was about like, that, what? right? I go, I go who's, the, who's the vice president of the United States? And she was like, I waited till she got like peak heat, and because she was talking about the impeachment, I go, "Who's the vice president of the United States?" And she's like, uh, "Al Gore." She said, "She's like, I don't know, Al Gore. I don't know. I don't follow that stuff." I'm like, "You want to talk impeachment hearings and politics, and you don't know what a vice president of the United States is?" Right. This conversation is over, darling. Like, have a good day. Like, you know, and and, and that's a fun thing you guys should do. Me and Bobby were talking about it. We wanted to know what percentage of girls liberal girls that argue with you in a bar actually know uh who the vice president is uh, i used to say? do that all the time when obama was president nobody could name the vice president it was yeah. great especially now yeah they can't do it now oh my god can we talk about obama's vice president yeah let's talk about biden for a second <laughs> we're running on two hours we're at an hour 50 oh, this guy so let's, let's is quick. just a fucking senile head case and his quotes get worse and i can worse play the clip if you want every week I mean, oh my God! Let me if, find if, me. You could play, if you could, if you could, we're going to talk about the, this because I have a problem with what's going on with this. Did you see uh, the animated video they did of his? Oh, uh, the week? animated video is incredible. So he but, um, was giving a speech, and he was around a, a bunch of kids, and they all happen to be black because he's he's using them as tokens, right. and he's like rubbing their heads and stuff, and he goes, "When, when I, I have it, here, I have the clip. I can play. Oh, the clip. you have it. Play yeah. it." This is an Play. actual clip. This is not made up. This is not, you know, it's real. This is, you can Google it. It's a real thing that he gave on the campaign trail. Let me turn my volume up. Okay. This is really Joe Biden saying this, and the cartoon is amazing. Hold on. By the way, you know, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was trained and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap <laughs> where did where did roaches fit in in that i don't know <laughs> Well, it's like the same thing First he did the all, other time, right? When he uh, said you could be just as smart as rich kids or whatever, and he was talking to a black community. Yeah, what did he say? What did he say? Black kids are just as smart as rich kids? You could be just as smart as rich kids. 
So, I mean, it's the same thing with roaches, probably. No, He's it was saying... worse than that, Kurt. It was worse than that. It was like black kids are just as smart as rich kids. No, you could be just as smart. There's no, no reason black kids could be. be ju- but it wasn't like you kids, like he was talking to inner city. Like he was saying black kids in general could be just as smart as rich kids. Well, he was implying it. I don't think he got yeah. No, he, it was yeah. worse than what you're saying. I forgot. Yeah, but I think clip, that's where the worse. roaches are coming from. He's trying to imply that they live in rundown places with roaches, and he's trying to like connect with them with that. Dude, the, here's my thing with Joe Biden, okay? He's crazy. I've been on a three to f- I can't wait till he wins the nomination. I'm praying he wins the Democratic nomination because I've been on a three to four year time stamping, screenshotting, folder creating run of all my Biden is a pedophile stuff. I have it all stored. I have a whole folder of Biden being a pedophile. Like he's the first thing that got me into the elites being pedophiles. It was Joe Biden. It wasn't Epstein. It wasn't any of this. It was Joe Biden. Joe Biden is what made me believe all the Epstein shit when it was just a rumor two, three years ago. It's bad. Like it, the documentation that we have on Joe Biden being a creepy pedophile fuck is so bad. It's insane. So here's what I don't understand. (coughs) I just died. Here's what I don't understand. Why the fuck are the Republicans tearing him down? Why in God's name is Trump and all these people trying to bring Biden through the Ukraine deal, bring Biden down through his speeches? Isn't this the fucking Trump dream opponent, Joe Biden? Wouldn't you want to make sure to do everything to facilitate him winning the Democratic primary so that you can fucking unleash all hell on him once it's over? Like, every time I see someone go after Joe Biden from the Trump uh, cabinet, I, I, I cringe. I'm like, let him go. He's going to win right now. Leave him alone. Let him win. You're going to kill no, him. He's, he's what do you want, win. Andrew Yang or Tulsi Gabbard? Or, no, let him win. Yeah, but isn't it weird right? that he's going to win? What is he winning on? It doesn't he matter. If he's going to win, worse. why are you going like, after him? How is he winning? I, I do partially agree with that um, now that I think about it. Like, why would you want to bring him down, especially this early? Why? But it's, it's expo- what, it, what it's doing is exposing crimes that the Obama administration were involved in and Ukrainian interference in the election. We live in a 24-hour news cycle. This shit's dead in three months. You're going to have to start over again anyway in three months. I right? Just save it. He's going to drop out. Oh, no, dude. I, dude, even Obama's telling him not to run. Michelle Obama's going to run. Uh, well, it's going to be gonna Hillary. It's going to be Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama as the two Well, they uh, fucking hate choices. each other. It's so funny how they were pretending. I know. They're, they're going to be the two choices for Democrats. Imagine if fucking uh, Michelle Obama ran as Hillary as the VP. You think, you think Hillary would yeah. run as a VP? No, no fucking way. No Michelle would be the Honestly, way. I don't think Michelle would either. I think Michelle's got a bigger ego Wait, than Annabelle. So they're going to co-president. They're going to come up with some new fucking term. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's what they would do. That would make the most oh sense. Oh, my God. So, I, guys, I have, I have two scenarios here. And, and, that, Michelle, that would... Michelle comes out as a tranny. So they get the black vote, the woman vote, the former president leverage, the transgender vote, the whole LGBTQ. They get all the millennials. Like they get, they got it fucking all going against the guy that. And they're gonna fucking rip up the electoral college like Elizabeth Warren wants to do. Yeah. So I, I have, I have two scenarios that I think would would blow Democrats' minds. The first one's kind of funny, and the second one's pretty real. So the first one would be Trump should. 
I say that he identifies as a woman, then he would be the first woman president and the first lesbian president at the same time. <laughs> so that would dis- destroy the left. They would they would hate it forever, and and then they would start saying how you can't just identify as something, even though they've been talking about that. For Donna years, Trump, yeah, Donna Trump, and the second thing would be they're they're going through impeachment now right so i think it would be absolutely hysterical and this this isn't from me i've seen it online but if they impeach trump the senate actually removed him then pence becomes president pardons trump makes him the vp and then pence steps down trump becomes president and then appoints pence as the vp and the liberals heads explode <laughs> everywhere <laughs> that everywhere. That would be what would be the point so of an absolutely epic. I wouldn't and be here's able the to thing, handle Trump it. Trump is such a troll that I wouldn't put it past either of those two scenarios to happen. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Well, he should really. Lose, he should really declare as a woman. He should do that just to fuck with everyone. Oh, if he just tweeted it out like I am now a woman. <laughs> like oh my god. I identify as a woman. Yeah. Because then they want to attack him and make fun of him, but what are you going to do? Like, I mean, you, you almost you do what the left does to everyone else, right? Like with Greta Thunberg, like you put an autistic young child up to be the spokesperson, and no one can attack her because it's like you're a bad person. So if Trump goes and says I identify as a woman, people are going to be like, oh, I can't fuck with him. I mean, they're obviously going to say he's mocking them, but oh, that would be great. I would love to see that. Um, I think we're good here, boys. The only thing I wanted to address is the uh, Chris Pratt water bottle thing before we go. Because there's going to be a dead oh, issue by next week. Uh, have you seen this, Kurt? Yeah. Why did he do it? What, <clears throat> why do these people keep doing it? What is he gaining out of doing it? What are we doing, doing what? Apologizing? Oh, what are we doing, dude? So Chris Pratt. For those of you that don't know who he is, he's I love him. Don't know I'm a huge is. fan of Chris Pratt. <laughs> Guardian. And a, what the hell was that? Ben fell over. Don't worry about it. Ben, yep. did you die? Don't worry about it. Did you oh, just boy, get eaten by a vampire? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so Chris Pratt is the. Uh, Dude from Parks and Recreation, the kind of dumb guy who plays the dumb guy with the fucking uh, Ashley, whatever her name is, Aubrey, uh, the black-haired girl. But uh, he's also in Gardens of the Galaxy. Uh, he's awesome. Chris Pratt's like a dude's dude. You know, like every interview I've seen with him, everything I've seen him do, he just seems fucking awesome. He posted a picture. Bobby, you know about this? Yeah, I just saw it earlier today. Okay. All right. And Ben, you know about it, obviously, right? Yep. All right. Ben might have died. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he got eaten by a Demogorgon. Can you not hear me? Yeah, no, you're good now. I can hear you now. You know about the Chris Pratt thing, right? Yep. All right. So basically what happened was Chris Pratt posted a picture, and I'm going to give you guys five seconds to think about this, listeners out there who don't know about this. Chris Pratt posted a picture of himself posing and flexing a little bit in a gym with a tank top on, weight bench behind him, water bottle in his hand, sneakers on, and a normal outfit, and something in what I just said right there caused people to almost want to boycott his movies the answer is in what i just told you in a gym flexing a little bit tank top on gym weights water bottle shoes looking away kind of half smile something is in there that that is all you need there's nothing more he posted that picture and it caused an outrage to the level that people were going to boycott his movies as of today i'm going to give you five seconds to think about what it is before i tell you the answer is Five, four, three, two. Water bottle. The fucking water bottle. That was what everyone lost their mind about. Water bottle, Bobby. The fucking water bottle. That he had a single-use plastic in his hand 
And how dare he at the gym have single-use plastic in his hand? And guess who called him out? Do you guys know this part? No. Greta. No. Aquaman. Oh, my God. Cal Drogo. That's who called him out. What a vagina. Because most people didn't read the story. They just read the headline, right? Like, yeah. that's who called him out. The fucking dude from Aquaman, Kurt's boy, I my boy, Cal Drogo, sarcastic. went on his Instagram post and commented, you really shouldn't be using a single-use uh, plastic. It's bad representation. Like, love you, bro, but blah, blah, blah. It's bad for the environment type shit. Oh, and then fucking real. Chris Pratt came out with this, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I swear to God, I always bring a water jug and I refill it and blah, 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 blah. And fucking apologize to everyone. So that people don't fucking boycott his movies. Yeah, that, uh, that Aquaman star is a pedophile, about... too, by the way. Have you ever seen that there's a video of him is behind he? the scenes, like, rubbing up on one of the female actresses, and she, like, slaps he's his hands creepy. away, like, three times? So, he's creepy. I know creepy that. I didn't know he's a pedo. Yeah, I know I, he's I think creepy. it's worth mentioning how dumb these leftists are about this, because you can refill a That was bottle. the whole thing, right? So that's where I was going to go. Like, how dumb is Chris Pratt, first of all? First of all, don't apologize to these motherfuckers. Like, if that were me, I'd be like, seriously, go fuck yourself. But I get it. He works in film. He's got to fucking defend. How do you have a PR team and no one in your PR team goes, Chris, just say you bring that same water bottle every time. Mm-hmm. Like, th- just how simple was that out? Like, hey, appreciate it, man. But if you ever see me in the gym, you see me with this water bottle. That's the same water bottle. I bring same it Same exact one every time. All right. Bod? Uh, I would just say fuck off. I don't know why this is a controversy. This is, we live in a crazy time right now where something like this is like headline news are important or people are apologizing over this shit. I don't I, I don't get this beta male mentality that's going on in Hollywood. Well, I think it was intentional too. I think it was a setup because they used pretty much I was watching the the Irishman the other day and I was talking to people and I was like, dude, this is well, like complaining the last about that too. What's up? They're complaining about that, too, that there's not enough women or women lines in it. Oh, I know. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I'm like, this is the last, like, male, alpha male movie that we may ever see, right? Like, it's done. That whole genre is done. There's no more, like, Italian strong actors. You can't talk about women like they do in movies. You can't do the shit that they do in those movies. So I was like, you know, that kind of sucks. So what's funny, like, if I made you list five alpha male actors... It would be like The Rock, like Jason Statham, right? And then it would be uh, Aquaman guy and Chris Pratt. Those would be, they'd be in the top 10, right? So the fact that they use two extreme alpha males to go through this fucking Uh thing almost makes me believe that there's a conspiracy conspiracy theory that this this was a setup. Kurt, you got to speak louder. We can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Go. No, I'm Stop saying I should have brought this up in the game, and I, I, I didn't know this was a conspiracy to you. Yes, this I is a conspiracy to me. So I actually believe that this was a setup between Chris <laughs> Pratt and Aquaman. Wow, shit really went downhill there, huh? But they also, you know, part of the, like, ritualistic shit is they use public humiliation. So, like, if Chris Pratt, and I haven't really dove into it, but let's say Chris Pratt goes off their script, right? They could use Aquaman to publicly humiliate him to cancel him out of the Hollywood culture. That's what they did to Mel Gibson. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Chris Pratt's going off script. Hmm. And all they got to blackmail him is a fucking water bottle, right? Like, that's the deepest they can go with yeah. this dude? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, listen, there's a million different ways you can go with this one. But uh, I think it's possible. 
I think it's possible. He, yeah, the quote was, bro, I love you, but what the fuck on the water bottle? No single-use plastic. <laughs> Why Come couldn't on. he text it in that? And then, Right, exactly. Exactly. Sure it's not sarcasm and they're just trolling each other. No, 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 Kurt, do you not know what world? Like, do you do you live in 2019? Yeah, but I don't, that's so insane. I can't Kurt, imagine Kurt, a male would ever say that. I was that just quote tweeting a fucking tranny who fucking went what? to the gynecologist and was suing them because they wouldn't take her in with a dick. I don't even know what we're talking <laughs> about now. And you're worried yeah. about this? And this is the same bitch who fucking sued sued a fucking waxing place because they wouldn't wax her uh, balls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all. Lost. And she lost, lost the what? lawsuit. Like, this is the world we live in. We're living in a world of drag queen story time. Oh, I don't like. Oh, oh. Do you think this is real? Of course, that's I, real. Yeah. What do I know? Kurt, you're better than <laughs> that. You had a bad pod today. Couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear you, and then a bad take that at the turn, end. That, this is you, Kurt. This is you. That, that turn of, of, of blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair. Come, come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Is he comparing a kid and to a roach? I love kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> no, he's, I don't know. What led into that? Is there anything that led into that? How do I make that my ringtone? Are any of you Dude, technically savvy enough to know how I could... This is at a campaign rally. But, like... Can what I was the cl- sentence before that? I just wanted to like, what was the sentence? <laughs> just think about it. Just like contemplate. What, what was the question to lead that, that answer? <laughs> oh, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just have kids. <laughs> I love kids sitting on my lap. Have you guys, have you seen the, um, have you seen the little cartoon they've made about that? Yeah, no, that's what I was playing. I was actually playing the cartoon. Oh. That's why you heard the water and the little ding. But uh, the cartoon is like should win an Emmy, like it's it's that good. But I found I don't know if you saw one of my more recent tweets um, on my timeline. Did you see it, Kurt? The one I posted about the uh, Family Guy. I was watching Family Guy, and there's a scene where Chris. It's a whole thread. There's a scene where Chris. I'll pin it right now. Let me pin it to my profile for the night so people can go check it out. But there's a scene where Chris is like, I'm trying to speak, and you know he's trying to be a public speaker, and he goes down and he puts his grandmother's hand in his mouth. And it's happening right as fucking Joe Biden put his wife's hand in his mouth on the campaign trail. Like, a fucking weirdo, dude. He's seen uh, dementia. Dude, dude's fucking drinking too much. Drink. Too rude. Uh, all right, boys. I know you a couple of you had hard stops, so let's get the fuck out of here. We'll pick up the rest of the stuff later. Good job keeping it to an hour, like we said before the pod. <laughs> Three hours later, it's 930. I miss putting my 9 o'clock bets in. Great. Um, all right, Ben, final words. Fuck's up, son. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <Just happened. laughs> the fuck? How dare you? That's it. Uh, you that's good. I hope that's Ben's closing every time. <laughs> oh, just fucking. Just, Kirk got murdered on this pod all day. Like, just got killed. We just fucking silenced him and fucking beat him up. Bobby, final words. Send dick pics of your dick inside a Popeye's chicken what sandwich. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Everyone's stealing my shit today. What the fuck? <laughs> The fuck's up, son? What, what was the that? Fuck <laughs> up, son? And the bot. I know we like to joke around a lot, but sometimes there is serious stuff going on. And as we enter December and election season, sometimes we can't fuck around. And it's never too early to start thinking about co-hosting. 
So <laughs> we're a couple weeks away. So look at how these guys just steal my shit over and over again. They can't even think of their own shit. So we're a couple weeks away. Just remember the bod when you're voting. Cancel culture. We tried to, like, freeze you out of the fucking show. We actually heard you fine the whole time. We were lying. Oh, that would be so fucked up. Yeah, we just <laughs> wanted to silence you. We, we Alex Jones you. We deplatformed you for a podcast. That would be so fucked up. <laughs> that would be so great. If I texted two guys, I was like, yo, I'll show. Pretend you can't hear Kurt so he doesn't speak much. Oh, that's fucking awesome. All right. Follow Kurt on Twitter at the bod, No Mercy. Follow No Mercy at No Mercy Pod. Follow Bobby, who fought through the show on painkillers and Red Bull and is now probably going to be dead for a week and a half at Bob's Lessons. And then follow uh, Ben with his AOL chat handle of at X, Ben Jammin with two M's, I-N-X. And then you follow me at Tommy G and at Tommy G DFS on Instagram. For Bob, for the bod, for Ben, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.